0: Welcome. This is Beyond the Hand. I'm Stephen. I'm John, and we have a special guest. It is AJ.
1: Yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so today we're doing uh, the most epic uh, movie of all time. It is Tropic Thunder. <laughs> so and
2: the thing too about this movie is that it, I I think that because like when you go through the comments and when, you know, we're going through them in detail, but the thing about this movie is that like. You either love this movie, like, it's your own child, like, Steve's brother Greg fucking loves this movie. Like, a lot. <laughs> and then you have the other side of people that fucking hate this movie with every fiber of their being. Who, who are these people? No, we'll go into that in detail when I get into the comments. Who's hate
1: hated?
0: Probably the Germans.
1: Probably the people that left the fucking
0: fridge open. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fucking fridge open. Uh th- this movie was uh, uh made on a budget of 92 million dollars. Uh most of it they probably spent on Robert Downey Jr. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
2: probably the copious amounts of drugs. It it made
0: 191 million dollars worldwide and it made 50, it's made 53 million dollars in DVD sales so far.
2: Damn. Well, and that's just DVD sales. I wonder what it is with, um, like, uh, streaming rentals and stuff like that. Um, you don't have any of that data. Those do you? things
0: are hard to calculate.
2: Oh, like, like, like digital how purchases? many? Yeah, yeah all that, that is like, really,
0: it. really hard to calculate. Because I
2: usually like when I'm uh, getting those digital movies like that. I get them from the Google Movies, the Google Movie Store, where you can just rent it digitally and then it just streams. Yeah. Yeah, so. but it,
0: it's directed by Ben Stiller. He directed this movie. Uh, he did The Cable Guy, Zoolander, Zoolander 2, uh, it was, uh, <laughs> it was written by Justin Trudeau, uh, Justin Trudeau did, uh, Iron Man 2, Rock of Ages, Zoolander 2, um, is the, it
2: Trudeau or is it Thoreau? Isn't it, isn't it Thoreau?
0: It could be. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, He he was also an actor in American Psycho. He was the evil DJ in Zoolander. And he was also the codebreaker in The Last Jedi. So, he has been in some cool stuff. Uh, And he's also a really good writer, so. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, Yeah, so let's go into it. This is kind of um, my birthday episode, so.
2: Yeah, this was uh, Steve's special request, and yeah. I, that's the the thing I I think about like this movie is that it's it's one of those movies that you probably would watch on something like a birthday, you know, like if you wanted to just have like fun and like drink and hang out or whatever. This is the kind of shit you would put on, you know. I think that especially when you look at like how like, R-rated this movie is, it's, like, (laughs) you get to a point where you're, like, man, they just, I don't know, are they gonna make anything like this ever again? They might not. Because when you think about all the shit in here that's, like, pretty taboo now. Yeah. You know, like... Well, I mean,
0: just, um, take something like The Office. Like, Steve Carell's kind of, like, yeah, we couldn't redo The Office because The Office couldn't be made right now. But The Office really wasn't that bad. There was some controversial stuff that happened in it during the time that it was out and it I mean it shouldn't even be more as m- more controversial now like but he's like yeah people wouldn't take it the right way now Yeah, I just, I can see that. and it's like well people I, and I think what he's saying is people don't have a sense of humor anymore you talking
1: about like the SJWs the social justice warriors
0: yes like uh, stuff like that they'd be like oh well Steve Carell said this and it was like, yeah, I mean, that's kind of his character.
1: You don't have enough diversity.
0: Yeah, it's like literally, like, Mindy Kaling's one of, like, the, the, the first, you know, Indian uh, writers.
2: Yeah. On a major series. Yeah. On a major series in America. Yeah, I remember history. hearing her, and, like, like <laughs> she was, yeah, she was, like, the first, like, Indian woman that's been, you know, like, a major writer on a, on a major TV series. Yeah. That's how she got her Hulu show. The mindy project because of what she did on the office
0: yeah yes yeah true. and then and pe- people were pissed about her because she, she even she mentioned she was like i was a minority hire you know because the network requires uh minorities to be hired because any decent network would right and they were like yeah uh, oh she she said that statement like she struggled so much even though she was guaranteed a hire uh, because of her uh, minority, because she was a minority, and it was like, that's not what any of that means. She was literally in a room of people, non Indian, right? And she was the only one there, and she was so good at writing because they didn't have to take her stories that she wrote. No, like, literally, almost every episode of The Office says, written by Mindy Kaling or BJ Novak, right. But there was literally 12 writers in that room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so out of 12 people, the credits go to mainly BJ Novak and Mindy Kaling. It's not because they're like, well, we're going to accept your writings. There's, there's multiple people in writing rooms oh, whenever yeah. you do shows. There's always multiple people. They only accept certain people's writings to do the next episode.
2: Yeah, cuz so like family guys like that too. Yeah, yeah. so you'll so you'll see the room and it's like just Seth so, Green yeah, and Alex right. Borstein and uh, Seth McFarlane and all these different people and they'll throw out ideas and they're like okay, we like AJ, we like Seth Green's idea. So we're going to yeah. run with that. So you'll thing.
0: literally see like little cuz they do quick things of like, you know, Alex Borstein were written by Seth Green and they'll just they'll just flash really quick and then right. sometimes you'll just be like written by Alex Borstein or written by you know, so-and-so or so-and-so. Yeah. And it's just uh, Office was the same way, but a lot of times you would literally see, like, the only names you would see for seasons and seasons is B.J. Novak and Minnie right. Cow. And it wasn't because they were the only two people writing the show. It was just they were the, the, right. the yeah, two people. Right, that's the funniest they thing. They were is. the two people that had the best story for the show. Right. So people always credit Steve Carell mostly for the show, but really the show... It's successful because of B.J. Novak and um, Mindy Kaling, right? Because they wrote it. And then you'll see some episodes is like written by Steve Carell or Ellie Kemper, because she wrote a few of them. Because that's how she started off her career too. Ellie Kemper started off her career write- writing, um, and then you know everything like that. We have Jaeger bombs. Right. right. Um, <laughs> also, so, we need to
2: go over the beer too. Yeah, um, so
0: what are we drinking today, John? So
2: this is the uh, Kentucky Company, probably one of our favorite companies besides New Holland Brewing. Uh, but this is the uh, Kentucky Brewing Company, and this is the Tequila Barrel Wheat Ale. It is fucking amazing. We Our scale goes to a three, right? Yeah. This is probably like a five. <laughs> it's so a
0: three out of three. It's, it's extremely really good.
2: smooth to drink, and because they brew it in tequila barrels... You get that subtle hint of tequila with it, but it's still like a wheat beer, so you know it doesn't feel like a lot of it doesn't feel like you're gonna get fucked up necessarily. But you're you're gonna get some good flavor. It's not gonna be yeah. one of those beers you drink and it tastes like like you know like ass like because you know, that's like what Summer Love was. It was basically it was like drinking ass water. That beer was horrible. It
0: was one of the worst beers ever.
2: Yeah, um, what, what was the percentage on this? Was it? 6% alcohol? I can't quite see because of the... It's like... I think it's 6, but I'm not entirely sure. I can't see it.
0: It's enough to get your body. Oh,
2: it's 7.5, actually. 7.5% seven alcohol. Uh, it's also $16 a four-pack. Holy fuck. In Alabama, it is, anyway. Jeez. So, um, if you're going to drink this, um, you you're not you're probably only going to need four bottles if you're drinking it by yourself, and you're probably going to be good. <laughs> yeah, if you're
0: drinking it by yourself, you're going to probably going to be good. It's
1: actually right. It's pretty damn delicious. It's got a very good flavor
0: to it. It does. It really really does. It's so amazing. we're giving it a 3 out of 3. It's a perfect it's a perfect alcoholic beverage and um
2: what do you think that the Kentucky Brewing Company does is awesome. So it really really is. Those guys, I'll say the one thing. the, the state of Kentucky can do two really good things. They can play basketball like a motherfucker, and they can make this beer. <laughs> 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 they are badass at least you two know things. What you're doing. <laughs> yeah, the Kentucky Brewing yeah. Company. They can definitely make some beer, and they can play the fuck out of some basketball.
0: Abs some motherfucking move.
2: Yeah, um, but uh, you know it was funny because like when I knew we were gonna do Tropic Thunder again, I tried to look up and see if I could find cans of Booty Sweat Energy Drink. <laughs> you, if you find them. They're from, like, years ago when they made them, like, as oh, marketing for the movie on Amazon. Oh, but shit. they're old. They're not new because it's, it's a drink they only made at the time. Yeah, right. So if somebody probably just, like, bought cases of this shit and was like, I'm going to sit on this and then wait for people to, like, you know, you know, ask me about it. Like those people that, like, fucking bought, like, cases of Crystal Pepsi back in the day. Yeah. And then people are trying to drink this shit now even though it's, like, fucking 20 years old. You know, like...
3: I'm <laughs> sick. Right, like, wow.
2: I'm sick, I just drink a Crystal Pepsi. Yeah, because it's a fucking 20-year-old soda, you dumbass. <laughs> yeah, sodas don't
0: last 20 years. They
2: don't last 20 years. That's why they tell you, like, they have a freshness date, right? do uh, But, yeah, I was trying to see if I could find cans of booty sweat, and, like, nothing was new. So I was like, shit, I'm not going to buy old probably, cans of it booty taste sweat. Like, it probably tastes, like, it probably tastes like actual booty sweat at this point. This is actual booty if sweat. If I everything. buy
0: any booty sweat, it's going to be Nicki Minaj.
2: <laughs> yes. That's probably the best booty sweat, yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that or <laughs> <laughs> you that
0: booty
2: sweat? Booty sweat? Um, but uh, Tropic Thunder. It is w- amazing. Uh, yeah, it's an amazing movie. I think the thing about this movie is that. When you, when you get into... take yourself
1: so seriously I mean, that Well, it,
2: that's the thing. Like, a lot of people were, were bothered, and I guess maybe I'll get to this part first uh, since I'm kind of getting forced. into it. Yeah. Uh, for, <laughs> first first. Hey, I, we've been drinking, man. So, yeah, exactly. I'm <laughs> yeah,
0: it's all It's all gonna be a drunken podcast This is a celebration this is kind of Yeah, like we're probably late, gonna
2: fuck up words we're probably This is gonna kind fuck of like sentences. my late
0: birthday episode So we're all just kind of having fun here That's why yeah. I, I chose this Tropic is, Thunder for this so. Because
2: this, this is just kind of for Steve to have fun Because, uh, you know, we only get one birthday a year So, you know, when you know, I was like, it's his turn Because he was like
1: change. I mean, what the fuck? Why don't we just get three or four? We need exactly, to get three or I would love to have
2: more presents That would be yeah. badass Jesus. Um, extra birthday cake? Hell yes. Um, but uh, I got it,
0: some knives for my brother for a birthday. I've, I've got to stab five people already. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I, I stab sounds.
2: people. <laughs> They're
1: in my closet. <laughs> um, I, I bet Volan
2: J would be pretty happy about that. You know, he loves to stab.
0: Well I stab I stabbed Valent Je- Jay.
2: Okay. He probably would be like yeah, probably he probably cool.
0: He he said you hit, you hit me in my style spot. Yeah, yeah. Respect. I said, Boom, That's respect I'm you.
2: That's respect, man. That's
1: <laughs> respect. you um, me. In the spot.
2: But uh the one thing about this movie and like when you hear the premise of this movie, it's like basically what it is is it's kind of like a movie within a movie because it's basically them trying to shoot this war movie off of this guy who wrote this book, right? He's supposed to be this like Vietnam vet Sergeant um, Four-Leaf Tayback. Yeah, Four-Leaf Tayback, right? Four-Leaf Tayback. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, and you also find out that it's like he didn't lose his arms. He didn't lose his hands uh, anymore. Nick nom.
0: Nolte sounds like uh, uh, Michael Douglas after he ate Catherine Zeta-Jones' pussy.
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. He
1: uh, some old
2: booty sweat. <laughs> like, you oh. like, remember
0: the, uh, just
2: randomly. I'd so- probably that sound time. like
0: that. If Catherine zeta jones let me eat her pussy, Oh, don't. yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, because <laughs> you'd
0: have Sergeant to be out there for a while. Yeah, like, hours and hours. Yeah. Like, my, my throat would be all kinds of fucked
2: up. I'd be like, Sergeant,
0: you're a The
2: thing about, like, uh, did you ever see the thing where, uh, AJ, where, where uh, Michael Douglas was talking about, like, he thinks that he has some sort of, like, uh, throat cancer because he ate... He did have throat
0: cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, but He he did have throat cancer, but then he said that he he ate 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 so much much pussy. What? And, uh, specifically, I guess, Catherine Zetas. Uh, Which is a joke that we can say say because...
1: Is that what was going on? Like, he was like, I got cancer from your
2: pussy. No, yeah bro- yeah basically basically yeah it was no kind of he's like, still
0: married to Catherine. he's still Dada married Jones. to her and
2: everything but it's like i guess maybe he thought he, that he, he was like i got being too her so much, much that that was why and it wasn't just something that it just was like a joke
0: developed. in context but everyone yeah. was like wow that's that's pretty that's pretty hilarious okay, because it's it's pretty so, fucked
1: up. in his context he was joking
0: he was joking definitely yeah. yes but because it was always something funny because like that, that was the first. Yeah. Yeah. Because would be he
2: wouldn't be have gotten, gotten to eat it again. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like, "I'm
3: really fucked up."
2: Yeah. But uh, but that's the thing. It's like, if your if your voice goes that hoarse from eating cooch, it's like it's probably just because you're neglecting everything else, like a normal <laughs> diet. And you
1: can't normally eat that. You can't.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, nah, nah. <laughs> you don't that's why you nutrients. sound like the like you smoked like six packs of cigarettes a day. But, uh, but like, when you the look at...
0: The guy's a fucking legend.
2: Yes. Um. But it's, like, when you look at, like, the premise of this, where it's supposed to be, like, a movie, you know, based in Vietnam off of this dude's book, where you find out that he's kind of a fraud, really. He is a fraud. He yes. is a fraud. And it's, like, so they're going to send all these actors out to go shoot out in the jungle, and then all hell breaks loose, and they actually, like people start for real dying out there, and then they get...
0: Well, the director fucking dies. The director
2: fucking dies He steps because, on a
0: mine and he gets blown up. Right.
2: And I forget, who plays the director guy? I Steve forgot. Coogan. Coogan, that's right. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so then, like, shit actually gets real. They still think that they're in the movie, and they're not. But um, well,
0: uh, like, no, basically, only Tug Speedman thinks he's still in the movie. Everybody else... Um, I'll get
1: you that TiVo.
0: Everybody else is kind of like Kurt (laughs) Lazarus whenever whenever he's like, man, he's over fucking dead, man. I mean, this isn't a fucking movie. (laughs) This dude's fucking dead. And they're like, no, he's not. Scene two, and he's
2: like. It's like you literally just saw a guy get fucking gibleted like Doom in front of you because he stepped on a landmine that was supposed to, I guess it was. You want to step
0: on a real mine? You want to (laughs) die?
2: Right. Um, But it's like that's the thing is that people when they look at this they think that this is horrible against like veterans like people that actually went to vietnam so i'll, I'll get into that because that was a, a get into sticking that point. but
0: i'll i'll preemptively say ben stiller when he wrote this wasn't ever trying to make fun of veterans he was always trying to make fun of actors because the original concept of this movie was to have actors go to boot camp
2: Right. Right.
1: Well, the whole, because he the just whole thing thought it was funny. Ben Stiller and fucking Robert Downey Jr. I mean, it, it, the whole thing was about them too.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, right. them
1: losing themselves in their
2: fucking role and shit.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: Literally, Ben Stiller I don't was drop in character
2: to, to the DVD commentary, commentary. <laughs>
0: which was which was a comic. It was a comic act against himself because Robert Downey Jr. Doesn't drop character until DVD commentary, so he's making fun of himself. Right, because he's
2: so into his roles most of the time that like, he maintains the illusion for a long ass time until he gets yeah. Because Robert role.
0: Downey Jr. is a character actor. Yeah, he's a he's a, a lot true of people thought whenever actor. they made that 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 scene, they felt they thought he was making fun of Johnny Depp. Right. But he was really making fun of himself. Right. Because that's what he does. He does not drop character until DVD commentary, literally. Yeah. Because he didn't even do it for this movie, oh. he stayed in *Sergeant Lincoln and Osiris* and told the movie, totally did the DVD commentary. You can you can you can watch this movie with the DVD commentary on, and he is in the Lincoln and Osiris voice.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah, he's actually doing the doing Lincoln's yeah, voice. Yeah.
0: So he was making fun of himself in that. scene. I, I,
1: I don't know that movie may be like. Convincing. Iron Man, yeah, he was going to do Iron Man, but that was like, people.
0: People shit. say that Kiss Kiss Bang Bang resurrected his career. I disagree. I think it was this movie.
2: Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Well, because it wasn't long after this he did because, Iron Man, and then his career just kind of exploded again. Because
0: yeah. uh, people, uh, Robert Downey Jr. didn't want to take this role because he didn't want to wear a But he wanted to work with Stiller and Jack Black. He wanted to work with Ben Stiller and Jack Black so bad and later on one of his really really good friends which is Jamie Foxx said that um, Downey was really the only white guy that could wear a black face and get away with it because he basically lived the life of a white man so he uh. has a pass
2: <laughs> that's
0: literally what Jamie Foxx said he was like Damn. he was like Robert Downey Jr's kind of had a you know the life of a black man so he gets a pass he can wear that yeah. and and w- we're not, we're not mad about it. This is what Jamie Foxx said. So.
2: Yeah. But yeah. Uh, as far as like the, the thing about the movie being based on the Vietnam, right? So it says uh, the film basically wants to be a parody of uh, great uh, Vietnam movies like Platoon or action movies like Rambo. But actually, it, it all, all it gets to be is a cheap circus. It fails lamentably in, in a two-penny circus movie. Maybe not good enough for small, retarded children. Full of trivial language. Like he's just down, come on. <laughs> so fu- full of trivial language. Sometimes it looks more like uh, something forced to look like... Uh, uh, or what is, what is it full of trivial language. Sometimes it looks more like something forced to look like the bad language they used to have in those days of the war. Filled with so-so stars of modern cinema... It is an attempt to uh, to be a satire on Hollywood and its uh, maleness slash action movies tropes, along with a cheap way of getting laughs out of taking the rise out of Platoon and Rambo and movies like that. And tucked away, of course, is the irony that Hollywood cannot sell an Iraq War movie, but can make a fortune out of a comedy about the tragedy of Vietnam. Um, get you know you get that teen redneck dudes. I don't really know where that came in, but you know anyway. I'll the guy is definitely a veteran. Uh, well, so i uh, so I get to this part. Okay, so this is, the, this is the back end of it. People who have served in a war or currently have someone serving in a war should be warned about the offensiveness of this movie. My husband served in Vietnam and saw people blown up. He had nightmares for years after returning uh, from the jungle. The very last thing he or anyone who has served in war needs uh, is to go to a movie to see a comedy and be reminded of the horrors that they have spent a lifetime trying to forget. My husband, my son, and I walked out after watching 30 minutes of the movie. Laughing at anything was impossible for us after seeing someone acting like they were dying with their hands blown off. And seeing someone blown up after stepping on a landmine, not to mention the gore that was associated with both of them. Obviously, those that were responsible in any way for the movie and and, uh, those that found it funny have never had to witness the horrors associated with a war. Shame on Ben Stiller and those responsible for the movie for being so disrespectful of those men that died in Vietnam or in any war while serving their country.
1: What fucking movie did they think they were going to watch? It's a comedy set in, you know, fucking Vietnam type style.
2: The thing that I think people are forgetting about this is that, like, you, the thing that I think that the people are forgetting whenever they watch this is that they see that scene at the beginning where they're supposed to be telling, you know, uh, Tayback's story, right? It's supposed to be, like, a retelling of his story and, like, the things that he went through. And, like, in the movie, like, you see Forleaf, he has hooks for hands, right? Right. So then you see in the movie where, you know, uh, he's got his uh, hands blown off and you just see kind of, like, the shreds of what's left of his arms. And it's not that they're trying to make fun of, you know, the soldiers that served in the military. It's that they're trying to show, like, look, this is the kind of shit that happened there. You have people that lost limbs on grenades, you have people that fucking lost limbs and got shit infected on punji pits and all kinds of shit, man. It was brutal. The fucking At, jungle was brutal. Actually they're not that, making fun of the wounds. What they're talking, what they're showing is like the behind the scenes stuff of like somebody trying to make a movie. They're that's not intentionally trying to be funny. It's the shit around them that's funny. Actually, not the violence What part. what the
0: comedy is in this movie is actors trying to play
1: Vietnam vets. Trying to play like vets. That's what went Stiller went wrote.
0: He he wasn't trying to make fun of Vietnam vets. He was trying to make fun of actors playing veterans. Because that's hilarious. It's so because difficult he to thought do that. because what gave him the idea for this was platoon. Actors going to military camp to try to learn how to uh, be a soldier. Be, be a soldier. Because he had to do that. And he thought that was hilarious. A bunch of actors trying to learn how to be soldiers just to film a movie. Right. And he based the, the whole concept of that, actors trying to be soldiers, that's what this whole movie is based off from. He thought that was hilarious. The, 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 first, the first draft of this was literally just actors going to boot camp.
2: Oh, really? Okay. Instead because, of it actually being like, you yeah, know, kind of like when they get some of them get taken hostage and they have to free them and yeah, because like he, he thought that was just so
0: hilarious like, on its own. It's like yeah, it's just the actors going to boot camp. And Jack Black didn't, even, Jack Black didn't want to do it for like the craziest reason. Like he was because he's he's friends with he's friends with ben Stiller. He didn't want to do this movie because he had to dye his hair blonde. <laughs> oh, there
1: you go. Yeah, That's he it? fucking
0: hated it. You know he anything? hated the idea of it. And he, he turned it down originally and was like, all you have to do is dye your hair blonde. And he was like... He
1: definitely put that in his accent. <laughs> i tell
0: you the And he was oh, like, yeah. okay. Uh, uh, because uh, the thing about Jack Black's character is... I'll tell you after the break. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and take a break here, and then I'll tell you why Jack Black was like he was.
2: Okay.
3: Let me talk to you, let me talk to you
0: Back. Jack Black's performance was written and it was
2: supposed to be Chris Farley.
0: That's exactly who he was supposed to be. Really? Was Chris Farley. Oh, yeah,
2: because I was going to say, like, he kind of reminds me of Chris Farley, but yeah, okay. Fuck. He didn't want to dye his hair
0: blonde and um, uh, he ended up taking the role because he, he you know, Vince one of his buddies, but yeah, uh, the the character was based off of Chris Farley. So basically, they think that um, you know Chris Farley in the future probably would end up having kind of an Eddie Murphy type career, where he did movies like you know Big Mama's House, Big Mama's, well yeah, stuff like that, and that that was kind of the joke well, like that's not
2: not, 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 not a professor I mean not yeah.
0: professor and stuff like that. Uh, so that that's basically what that was, um, and Tom Cruise. Since we came back to that, his performance was kind of of uh, Sumner Redstone. Uh, he was He's a movie mogul, and he's, he's kind of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> kind of.
0: Yeah, so a lot of people thought it was like um, uh, Harvey Weinstein, which is it is a little bit.
2: Um, Just without the uh, nutting into a plant type of thing.
0: Well, that, yeah. that <laughs> wasn't known before this. Right, yeah, exactly. Uh, but uh, the, the,
2: the appearance of it is
0: actually, like, the, the look that Tom Cruise does is actually Sto- Stuart Kornfeld. And he is actually the producer of this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, with, like,
2: the bald head, the glasses, and the beard and stuff. Yeah, you know? and
0: Kornfeld actually did, like, The Fly and Zoolander and Starsky and Hutch and Dodgeball and Blades of Glory. Huh. And this movie, so they actually made him look like the guy that produced the movie, but they had him at la, like la, um, they Tom had Cruz him at like uh, best Sumner role. Redstone, which Definitely is his a, best role. yeah, yeah, yeah. They they wanted to do an entire movie about it, but the funding kind of dried up, probably because the Sumner Re- Redstone kind of hates <laughs> Tom Cruise, and he's you know a billionaire. Uh, so, he's, he's it, well, well, one of the things about that guy, the reason that Tom Cruise doesn't like him and he kind of wanted to make fun of him in this movie is because he sabotaged a project that Tom Cruise was on and made him just, like, end it. And then Tom Cruise just took it personally and it was like he would never work with Paramount again.
3: Uh-huh.
0: So, Tom Cruise doesn't really like Paramount because... Tom Cruise had a big deal with Paramount, and then Sumner uh, Redstone ended it. Being a dick.
2: Being a dick. Being well, it wasn't uh, was a uh, when he made uh, Top Gun. Wasn't that Paramount?
0: Uh, that didn't have anything to do with what happened here. It was something okay. else. This um, was like
2: after those kind of like that and like Days of Thunder and that type of stuff. This was after those movies.
0: Yeah, Tom Cruise had a very uh, exclusive deal with Paramount, and Sumner was like, no, you guys have to end that.
2: Oh, that's messed up.
0: And then they canceled the contract, and Tom Cruise has always hated him. And this movie was kind of his way to make fun of him.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, good job. Yeah, he did a really and, uh, good job, because he's wanted, one of the most memorable characters from yes. this. You know,
0: and people wanted... Uh, besides like, Downey. Yeah. They wanted uh this this to continue and they were actually going to make an entire movie about this <laughs> and then it dried up. Oh, oh a funding. funding. Cuz I remember
2: up. hearing something that like they had, they had asked him if he would do like another thing as that character but a whole movie and I was like that'd be really probably pretty fucking hilarious if he cuz he's whenever he shows up on screen he just has this weird presence. Yeah, he takes as, the whole um, movie. What's the name of the of the guy that he plays? I forget his name. The Oh shit! It's um the character that Tom Cruise plays. What's the what's the guy's name? Um, shit, I don't. Ah, remember. shit,
0: I forget. But um, I know they were gonna make a movie about um. Tom Cruise's character and Bill Hader. Oh shit!
1: What's this?
0: Oh. I think it's like less um. Was it like
2: like Les Grossman or something? Yeah, yeah. Les. Sounds right. Should I'm trying to find it in the. Uh, less Les Grossman. Grossman. Okay, Grossman. I was kind of close. Yeah. Les Grossman. Les okay. Grossman. Definitely gross.
0: But <laughs> yeah, it's kind of relevant for, if you want to say it's Harvey Weinstein, he could he could benefit uh, you know as being a less gross man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: Steve earns a free cookie for that, that yeah, terrible yeah point. I'm, <laughs> in, I'm, here, I'm here all night. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh... <laughs> um... It's, um... I'm I
0: may, since I'm drunk, treat you guys to a little bit of stand-up road at the end of the episode. I'm not guaranteeing that. I'm not gonna guarantee I'm here it. all
2: night. Yeah, because he, uh, he could be shit-faced by that point. Who knows? Um, so I, I, I'm taking it that the people that got negative on this was all basically no, that's part of it. Some people, uh... and look, well, i the next we're, thing. We're but...
0: not pro disrespecting veterans, but no. if you don't have a sense of humor, don't watch this movie. Right. Because hey. it, it is a it, it is isn't a, a comedy. Because. Okay, so uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and do this before you get into your next comment. The person that Ben Stiller wanted to play this role is... Um, you already know. Yes. AJ, do you want to guess? I'll give a shot. Who do you think that um, Ben Stiller, as as a writer and director, wanted to play... the? Because he didn't want to play Tug Speedman. He wanted to play Rick Peck. Who do you think Ben Stiller wanted to play Tug Speedman, the main character of this movie?
2: Okay, is he in the movie?
0: He is not in this movie No Oh shit
2: okay. It's somebody that Isn't in the movie But he Vince wanted Vaughn. Huh Vince Vaughn? Is Vince Vaughn Vince Vaughn's in this Isn't he nope. No Isn't he I thought he was in here Somewhere No like it's in not Vince office. Vaughn But no that's wrong Fuck Uh He was
3: in
1: Zoolander with winning Um uh, Wow
0: Who are you thinking about?
1: He's got a brother that did uh, Idiocracy. Shit. The guy was a zoo letter. Dude. He was the, so the... He was about Owen Wilson. Owen, was,
3: yeah, Owen Wilson,
0: yeah. Uh, Owen Wilson was supposed to be in this movie, but not as Tug Speedman. Who who? Uh, um. Ben Stiller wanted to be Tug Speedman when he wrote this role was Keanu Reeves.
1: Bullshit. He yes, that's Keanu who. That's this, who and he
0: wanted. Keanu, turned it, down. Keanu turned, turned it down. He did the Last Man on Earth, and also Keanu wasn't comfortable doing the comedy that was in the movie because he's like a fucking sweetheart.
2: He's basically like a saint. That he's like this. He's <laughs> like the
0: walking saint of the earth. Right. Yeah. Um. So Keanu Reeves is who he wrote the role of Tuck Speedman for, and then Ben Stiller was going to play Rick Peck, which Matthew McConaughey played right. as the
2: uh, like the, the really like overeager uh, agent guy. Gave him a but uh, my, friend whenever, wants a TVO, my friend gets a TiVo. My yeah. friend gets a TiVo. But
0: whenever he realized he was going to have to take the main role, Rick Peck was going to be Owen Wilson. But Owen Wilson tried to. He attempted suicide. Oh. Uh, Owen Wilson tried to kill himself, and then Ben Stiller just told him to. Get himself relax better. and get himself better and then he gave the role to Matthew McConaughey. Holy shit. Who wanted the role from the start because he loves just he doing loves people, random right? shit. Like right, literally.
2: Yeah. Well, well, McConaughey does whatever I, just kind of grabs him at I the I think time,
0: McConaughey right? likes doing that because that's basically how his entire acting career started. It was sort of randomly. Random. Yeah. Like he did not even want to be an actor. He got put in a um, uh, what was the name of the movie called? Um, shit. the
2: Fast Times? Yeah, Fast Times at like, Ridgemont, Ridgemont High. High. He, uh, he
0: did. Like, literally, it was just one of those things. It's like, he actually just met the director, like, uh, just randomly. And they're like, hey, you want to come in and shoot a scene? And then he did it, and then he's an actor.
2: Right. God, what the fuck. It's random,
0: yeah. And I fucking McConaughey's won an Oscar. Right. Like, literally, he never even thought about being an actor before they're like, hey, you're cool. You want to come in and do a scene? <laughs> and he does the scene. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> and then he's he's fucking, he's fucking won an Oscar. Yeah. Like, literally, that's how fucking easy it is. All right, all right,
1: all right.
2: Well, the Oscar was, was it Wolf of Wall Street?
0: Or? No, it's no. it's for something else. I uh, forget. I forgot. But he's, yeah. uh, Dallas Buyer Club. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah, yeah, that's best right. Best Supporting Actor. Yeah, that's what it was for.
2: But, uh, it's kind of, yeah, it's, like, weird how, like, sometimes people get into Hollywood randomly. Because I think, I don't know if this like is Brad true. Pitt.
0: Like Brad Pitt. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, They're um, like, you're really fucking hot. You want to be in a
2: movie? Thelma and Louise? Yeah. Boom.
0: Fucking he was one just, one the greatest he was the man candy.
2: He <laughs> was the man <laughs> candy. And then he just kind of, you
0: know. One of the greatest actors of all time ends up just being like, hey, you're really hot. You want to be yeah. in a scene in Thelma and Louise? Boom. One of the greatest actors of all right, time.
2: What the <laughs> fuck? Right. it's the Rose random shit. But I remember hearing a story. I don't know if it's true or not. That like Rosario Dawson was like living in New York and she was like on her front porch or something, like on the steps, just sitting there. And I can't remember if she was like writing or what she was doing. And somebody saw her and was like, "Hey, would you like to audition for a movie?" And that's how she ended up in *Kids*. What
0: the fuck? I don't know if that's. I don't know true. if that's true. See, I because that. I know Rosario Dawson did plays. Whenever yeah. she was younger.
2: That's always heard that, like, they just found her randomly on, like, her front steps.
0: It all feels randomly, like but I, I, I know of a couple of instances. But I don't know if that's one true. One person we don't heard. know, the, one person we know for sure that wasn't random was Leonardo DiCaprio. Because since he was fucking six, he wanted to act. And right. that's why he, you know, he's the Rick fucking Legend. Dalton now. Right, yeah. In the new Tarantino film, which I'm only going to predict. It's probably gonna win. One or both of them fuckers an Oscar.
2: Yeah, yeah, more than likely. And the fact that it's got the whole fucking Charles Manson family mixed in with all that shit, I'm really interested about that because. Um. I don't. Like, I don't
0: think they're gonna be a big part of the movie. Because the whole concept of the movie is the things that go on, in Hollywood during the Manson murders right. so I think the Manson murders are going to kind of be an afterthought in the movie and Rick Dalton, but I do think in this version of it, because Tarantino likes to do his little justifications yeah. you know, like historical justifications like he did in The Glorious Master yeah. and right. Django Unchained um, somebody like Rick Dalton probably will murder Charles Manson He'll probably Charles Manson yeah. will probably die in this movie <laughs> and it'll just be like, yeah, isn't that more satisfying? And it's like, yes, it is. then seeing him yes. go to
2: jail and just kind of And just
0: live and his whole psychopath. full life. Have a
1: girlfriend. S- Get her pregnant he? Did he do that?
0: In jail?
2: Yeah, he has a son.
0: Yeah, Yeah, he, yeah. It's like, uh, and that Charlie all happened Jr. afterwards. So, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's not had, a great ending. He had women now, that would
2: send him letters in jail that was like, oh, my God, I love you so much. You know, all this kind of stuff. And it's like, I don't think you guys understand... He's a fucking cult leader. <laughs> you know, like the guy that put him away in California, he made the case that he was like, you would not have had these murders of Sharon Tate and everybody at Sharon Tate's place um, and the Lino and Rosemary LaBianca murders and that kind of stuff were it not for Charles running that family. Because and like, I was. Tex Watson we were talking and about. Leslie Van Houten, who came up for parole recently, and they threw it out. They're like, you fucking. No, no, no. Here.
0: They didn't throw it out. Listen. This is some shit that just happened, and... We, I'm we probably, was,
2: probably not remembering it We correctly. was given... texted me about it. We was
0: given the governor of California some fucking prompt. Yeah. Because the parole board of Van Houten, which is a fucking... She's a serial killer also. Leslie um, Van Houten,
2: just so you know, she stabbed Rosemary LaBianca 47 times in her back and her buttocks, basically. Yeah.
0: The parole 47
2: board, times So she is a psychopath She needs yeah. to be away forever The parole
0: board paroled her
2: They freed uh, they her said she, They said oh yeah good behavior you can go
0: Yeah they they said you can go The governor of California was like Nope overruled you can't go fucking anywhere You're spending the rest of your life in fucking prison Yeah damn right
1: <laughs> That's as, long as, as long as and I, I, governor, I, I Literally when that happened day. I
0: messaged John and I was like Props to this fucking governor Fuck her. She should spend the rest of her life in prison. I don't care if she's changed in prison or not. That's great. Yeah, it, that's great if you changed, but you stay the fuck right there. But you still you stay still where <laughs> we a know you can't fucking kill people. Yeah. Because you're a crazy fucking person, and there, there's no way we can trust you outside of that. Holy shit. You know, because yeah. the parole board actually has paroled her three times. Oh, and and been that overturned. same governor has you been like, nope. nope. You nope. stay the fuck there. You're gonna don it. <laughs> she yeah. The governor was literally like, "Props to you for being and for having good uh, behavior in prison." But you stay right fucking there. <laughs> the bro board doesn't have authority over me. I can overturn that shit. So you're staying right in prison. Jeez. And props to that fucking governor.
2: Did they? Uh, did uh? Since we'll we'll get back to Tropic Thunder in a minute for everybody listening, but since we're randomly on it, uh, did they ever bring up Spiky Frome for uh, uh, for parole, or is she just kind of she just can never qualify for it?
0: She has. She has come up. For it? Okay, she I has, don't remember
2: exactly. But. She
0: has come up for parole, and she's usually instantly denied just because she doesn't want to cooperate, and she's been really really violent in prison.
2: Yeah, well, she also tried to assassinate Gerald Ford, too, you know, one of our presidents. Yeah, so, so I don't
0: think she'll... Uh, I don't she, like, like, literally pulled like, a gun and tried to shoot him. There's no overturning daylight. her, because she's just a complete psycho. When,
2: when you try to assassinate a president, yeah, you're pretty much done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, and Squeaky was one of the... She was one of the girls that was kind of added to the group later. And then, what was the other one, Linda Kasabian? I don't remember what's going on with her. Is she still alive or not?
0: I don't know. I don't, I don't know the, the but, benefits. I hope... Tarantino's movie changed his history because I'm pretty sure.
2: Wouldn't it be so satisfying to see Charles Manson get murdered
0: by Rick Rick fucking
2: Dalton? Right, that would be pretty awesome. But um, because
0: Leonardo DiCaprio could have possibly accepted that role, because like you get to shoot, you get to shoot Charles Manson in the face. Is like I'll take, <laughs> I yeah, will fucking take that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's, like it's just, like, it's just the like A Glorious Bastard, Bastards it's so, where you're just like, so Eli Roth is just fucking, like, putting up. the bullets in fucking Hitler's face, you're like, yes, yeah, a Jew fucking killing Hitler, that is the greatest ending to this. <laughs> and then you get to, you you see the fucking generals like, okay, yeah, me and my friend were pardoned and stuff, Ooh. and then fucking... Prat- you know Brad Pitt just shoots his friends. It's like you'll be hung for that. It's like nah I'll be chewed out. Yeah, I'll be I've chewed been chewed out, chewed before. out before though. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, "How do you feel about him just, you know, going out into the world and getting all this and everything?" And he's like, "You're gonna take that uniform off, aren't you?" And he's like, "Yeah." And he's like, "I thought so. We don't like that." <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he just fucking cars the Nazi symbol we'll just fucking in. Right. <laughs> Can't take that off. Yeah. Nope. Can't fucking take that, that off. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah, hey, that's my best version yeah. yeah it's a fucking masterpiece <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's a fucking great movie but like th- this movie speaking of masterpieces uh they've got this fucking movie <laughs> um so let's talk about robert Downey jr and jack black right let's talk about some of these characters yes
0: let's talk about so them.
2: it says uh frankly this is a poor film on every level mm. setting us <laughs> setting yeah. aside the so-called controversy of robert Downey jr and blackface uh, let's uh, lots of big-name actors with almost nothing to do I wonder what attracted Jack black to this film as uh, he's left with pretty much nothing to do except roll around in his underwear Matthew McConaughey is wasted in a stereotypically stereotypically slimy agent role and Tom Cruise goes way over the top with his uh, With his bald hat and fat suit. I've seen comments to the, uh, the this is the movie that's going to revive Tom Cruise's career my guess is that this will be the final nail in the coffin.
0: Wait, hold Jim. on. Hold on. Hold on. Pause. Yeah. Someone thought in 2008 Tom Cruise's career needed to be... I think this one
2: was 2009, so not long after the movie came out. I think this was 2009, if so I remember. So Tom
0: right. Cruise's career needed to be resurrected? He's one of the greatest
2: action fucking movie stars.
0: Wait, yeah. honey, when has Tom Cruise's career never, ever needed to be resurrected?
2: The only time that I... Did I, I miss think, this? I don't think it's ever needed to be resurrected. He just had movies that... Like, uh, what was that one movie that he did that people kind of were like, eh, oh, the, the Oblivion? The no, it was the movie. The Mummy movie, right? Well, The Mummy didn't do Oblivion as well as great. they thought I it liked was. The, I liked the but the one that I was thinking of was that, that Oblivion movie that he did. Because a lot of people were like, eh, uh, maybe tom yeah, going lost I, it. Yeah, me and AJ both
0: like the Oblivion movie. I, like, I haven't people, seen it, so I don't know. What people said know, about that but, was like,
1: oh, it's like a Scientology movie. Uh, which, I mean, it was like a science fiction movie,
2: Whatever. It's not it's Scientology. Like, but Scientology is way different. Tom Cruise
0: can do science fiction movies. Yeah. Tom Cruise likes Scientology because it's something that he just kind of associates with. He, he's such a sci-fi geek. It's pretty easy to, to pull Tom Cruise into a sci-fi. Tom Cruise he isn't as crazy as people think he is. He's, he's a legit badass. He's really intelligent. He just likes sci-fi so much he wants to believe in something I
2: mean, it's not hard to think. Also, uh, do you know what movie he was working on when he got introduced to Scientology?
0: Uh, he I don't was know working on a
2: set and somebody introduced it to him.
0: I, I don't know the exact movie. No. I, have a, I have
2: a trivia that Steve doesn't know. Oh, Maybe oh. Minority Report. No, it was actually older than that. Oh. really? It goes back a ways.
0: Well, just tell us because this is just Dead Space, right? Okay.
2: Okay. Because I'm like trying to think if you guys are gonna answer it or not. Uh, it was Top Gun. Top Gun. He really? was working on Top Gun, and somebody on the. Well, it's set not a
0: sci-fi movie though. You're not a teasing it like it was a sci-fi. No, it wasn't
2: a sci-fi movie. He was just working on that, and somebody introduced, I think Elron Hubbard's like, books and stuff to him, and he started reading up on it, and he was like, I'm kind of, I'm into this now. I'm, I'm kind of understanding this well, now.
0: Well, Elron Hubbard was still alive when Top Gun came out, so it yeah. could have been Elron Hubbard himself. Um, he wouldn't have been on
2: the set of Top Gun, though. I don't think. He could
0: have been <laughs> on this. Well, he could have been, but he he was he was wanted by the FBI, so possibly not. But he did make a movie. He's like hiding up on the jets.
2: Well, hey. he didn't make a movie <laughs> while he
0: was in the United States in California while he was making Battlefield Earth. Yeah, and so. he also yeah.
2: sounds like the dinosaur from a kid's TV show. <laughs> Steve well, I'm gonna have reference.
0: to. I'm gonna have to play that for you um, later on. Yeah, yeah on the I'm gonna have to play for you. Listen yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's uh, called. Um, uh, it's one of my favorite uh, podcasts, which is Robert Evans' podcast.
2: Shout out time!
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll shout out Robert Evans. He does a podcast called um, Behind the Bastards, and. <laughs> Elron hubbard is a song. lot of his
2: like really fucked up people facts
0: yeah so l ron <laughs> hubbard is one of those guys that has five episodes and hitler only has two so that's how bad l ron hubbard was yeah so
2: <laughs> yeah that dude uh yeah i, I wonder if um i'm sure i think because there's like uh, did they ever do an episode on uh what was his name jim jones that ran jonestown the cult no, leader? that's
0: more of a cult leader thing, but I'm pretty sure he will do it. But because the, you, I remember
2: you were you were listening to one of those podcasts where they were talking about like cult leaders like Charles Manson. Yes, and uh, that Tim is. Yeah, it's called
0: Colts. It's uh, a parcast podcast. It's really great.
2: Yeah, that's the name of it. Okay, um, we're just shout out everybody right yeah, now. Yeah, I
0: mean that's really great. If you guys <laughs> want to listen to something Jim Jones related, which is a horrible piece of shit. Yeah, that guy.
2: To. Yeah, that guy was. That that guy had Peter to die. Yeah,
0: if you guys want to (laughs) listen to something kind of hilarious but also tragic and depressing, listen to Behind the Bastards or, you know, It Could Happen Here, which is about the second American Civil War. (laughs)
2: Um, But but anyway, so it says, um, I'll continue where it was. So it says, Jack Black was uh, marginally funny in this and everything else just sucked. I went, for a, I went for a bathroom break during the last 30 minutes of the movie just to have something else to look at. I love Robert Downey Jr. but his character was so dull it was almost pain, physically painful to watch. Nick Nolte seemed bland to put it mildly. I'm completely stunned that someone of Robert Downey Jr.'s caliber would have anything to do with this movie. He must have lost a bet or something. To say that he was slumming would be an understatement of the century. At least Tom Cruise proved he can still be funny. And without jumping on couches and punching the air. Save your money, don't watch this movie.
0: I have no comment for that because that's all fucking just complete. How the malarkey. fuck do you watch
2: this movie? And like for people that maybe If your aren't...
0: favorite fucking character in this movie isn't Robert Downey Jr., you have never seen this movie. Then
2: you really never watch this.
0: Because but... his character is so complex
2: Yeah at, at a comedy
0: yeah. standpoint, he's a fucking American Playing an Australian, playing a black guy. Right.
2: Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. is from, what, New York, right? Yeah. He's from New York. He's Boston. A, he's an actual American dude, playing an Australian character, Kirk Lazarus.
0: Which was his choice, by the way. And playing a
2: black guy. Playing, and I Kirk mean, Lazarus, as that actor, is playing is Lincoln Osiris, who is a black man. <laughs> Because the choice of him
0: being fucking... an Australian is Robert Downey Jr.'s. Yeah. He chose to be an Australian.
2: Right.
0: He could have t- took an easier path because they they wanted him to be an English actor.
2: Oh, okay. Well, she can do the accent for that, too.
0: Yeah. Australian's,
2: like, a lot But he wanted to do the Australian.
0: He wanted to do the Australian accent because I think he wanted to do... Because his character, Kurt Rass, uh, Lazarus, is based on... Well, actually, they wanted him to do an Irish accent. Ah, yeah.
2: uh, okay. Which he does uh, at one point when he's, like, taking the siphons uh, yeah. and stuff they, off. And he
0: wanted him more to be like Daniel Day-Lewis, who is an Irish actor. Uh, yeah. but it, Daniel
2: Day-Lewis, like, commits to a role. Yeah, so Russell Crowe,
0: Daniel Day-Lewis, and Colin Farrell is what that whole character is based
2: off. That's why he has the blonde, kind of like the curly blonde yeah. hair. Like so He wanted Feral. to go Australian.
0: Russell Crowe is Australian, by yes. the way. He wanted to go more Russell, Russell Crowe. But the whole thing about, like, I, I don't break character until DVD commentary, a lot of people thought that was Johnny Depp that he was making fun of, or maybe Russell Crowe, because Russell Crowe will do it sometimes. But it was actually himself, because Robert Downey Jr. himself does not break character until DVD commentary. Like, the whole time he's been playing Iron Man, when he does DVD commentary, he does it as Tony Stark.
1: That's pretty cool.
0: So, every time, like, he does a movie, he does not break character in DVD commentary. And his reason behind that was, he was like, I'm making fun of all these other great actors, most of these guys I'm friends with. I'm going to make fun of myself, too. Because it's not fair if I don't. Because I am a method actor. Robert Downey Jr. is a method actor. He gets into it. Right. Like, he's still into it. Like, literally, Iron Man is RIP in the the universe, and he's still acting like Iron Man, still right now, because he's doing some Iron Man like things. Yeah. Um, Like, the uh, new initiative that he kind of implemented, I think it's called the Footprint. Initiative that he just implemented, yeah, which recently. is which is a green thing to do that you would think actually Iron Man would do in the real world, but Robert Downey Jr. just wanted to do it to try to help the planet legitimately. It wasn't a prank, it wasn't a thing, it's just something that
2: Robert Downey Jr. It's a publicity stunt.
0: It's not a publicity stunt, it's just something he wants to do for real, but it does seem very Iron Man-like.
2: Yeah. Right.
0: And that is something... That he is—he's just a great person, and sometimes what you get out of this is sometimes people that have kind of bad past can be good people, because Robert Downey Jr. is one of—I think he's—he's he's one of the most relatable people in the entire world, just because, as you—you you know how hard he had it and how bad of an early start he had in his career, and then you're like, well, people that. You would consider bad people can become great people,
2: right? Because yeah. everybody wants to talk about like his substance abuse and how he was like really, he's like the you
0: prostitution know, thing and, and all that and alcohol, kind of stuff. and yeah, alcoholism and stuff like that. And he cleared all that up, and he's just a really great person now. People can change.
2: Yeah, but the thing I think about this is like people are like, well, he's wearing blackface. It's like, oh eh, 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 no, w- what he's doing is like he's playing a character that's supposed to be playing a, a black man, right? right? Blackface is like when you like when you see like these uh, these dumbass like kids at like college or whatever that are having like black parties or whatever and they'll paint their face up, just their face
1: just black. Yeah, just and, and black. they ju-
2: it's like pure black, like yeah,
1: it's made out of the, the out of what the, like the 1930s or 40s. Yes, yeah, it's oh.
2: to make fun of like the old like uh, the way that they used to uh, portray black people in like old like vaudeville type stuff black faces blackface is
0: made for racist of, intent yeah it's meant to be this was uh, racist this was for uh, pure you know comedy intent which, which should be which should be totally
2: acceptable but the thing is is that like he actually like his whole like his arms are actually the correct skin tone his whole face his neck everything is actually the correct skin tone for what he's trying to play. Yeah, he, he and, does that, uh,
0: that
1: surgery that where the kid's skin died and stuff like right, that. Right, yeah. I mean, so then <laughs> okay. To to
0: so I have a question. Do you guys know who they originally wanted to play Al Pacino in this movie? Because yeah. Me, personally, thinks there's no one better than Brandon T. Jackson who played this for this role. And I'm trying
2: the, to think, this is 2008 so I'm trying to think of who would have been The person they
0: wanted to play this role would have just... What
2: role was uh, Al a Pacino, Pacino, rapper.
0: I love that pussy. He I love that uh, yeah. pussy made, You
2: know the dude. You know he's the the, the black dude that, um. um, you know he's the rapper and he has yeah. the booty sweat. pants So hands, there's you know,
0: there's someone else that they they wanted originally for this role and it would just it wouldn't have been good. Like I'm trying what to think. It would not have been good. Instead of No. To teach that would have been actually kind of funny. What?
2: Well, uh, my my gut instinct would tell me like Jamie Foxx but I don't know if Jamie would have done
0: that. Uh, Jamie would have been fun in that role.
2: It would have been yeah. interesting. Uh, I, I don't. Know.
0: Yeah. The Kevin Hart.
2: Kevin really? Hart.
0: Kevin Hart in two thousand. Yeah, yeah, because he was stand-up comedian, and um, he lost out the role to Brandon. Was he even
2: really that big back
0: then that no. he could have done this role? He wasn't that huge. Brandon T. Jackson wasn't that huge either. No, not necessarily but But Brandon T. Jackson geez. I can't see Kevin Hart doing that. No, exactly. That's yeah. what I'm
2: saying. Like that just Because it's a little bit like Because I mean literally like you played the, the, the song that you know is at the beginning of the movie where he's like, Oh no the pussy baby, you know and all that kind of stuff. It's like does it that work uh, with uh, Kevin uh, Hart Yeah,
0: like was, yeah, yeah it Kevin enough. Hart couldn't even sung that. He's like like I'm, Brandon I'm T. Jackson. OJ, nah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like it, like Brandon uh, Brandon T. Jackson could actually sing that song. Right. And it sounds like a good song. Yeah. Kevin Hart would have done it. It's like ah, oh, this is this is, yeah, good. Not this, is this is
2: fun. But in like two thousand eight, yeah, I don't know. The only other person would like, have, I love that pussy. Hell uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm short. Um, but uh, <laughs> the only other person that I could I could think of that was like a comedian that was like big at the time, that maybe could have made sense was Cat Williams. But Cat know,
0: Williams, for one, can't act. What no, about, not no, really. no. And for two, isn't funny. Who's the guy from uh, Rush Hour? The like, black uh, Chris Tucker. That's Chris Tucker. Tucker. That's right. He could have
2: done, done it. Chris Tucker. He could have done it. Chris Tucker could have done this, but that's the thing about you know about somebody like Brandon T. Jackson doing it is that that really kind of helped launch his career, being in this. Yeah. You know. Because like he did you know, like
0: Percy Jackson stuff and all all this kind of things, and it's just like. Uh, kinda of like the dance moves and stuff he does in it too, I was like I don't I don't really see anybody else that could actually do that. Unless you're maybe like an actual rapper or a performer, like like a for real or something like that. Like if they wanted somebody like that to play the character but Yeah. Other than that, it's just, like, I don't really it's see a, anybody else having that type of charisma. It's a
2: difficult character to play because he's got to be, like, this over-the-top rapper guy. And
0: it has to be his voice rapping. Yeah, because it's got to be... So, like, Kevin Hart obviously can't songs. rap.
1: I just get a uh, DMX. I like that
0: voice. He's
2: going to give it to you. <laughs> he's going to give it to you. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, okay, X, yeah, uh, hey, it's like we uh, have we're no in crack the booth, gone. and it needs to be, like, like, about 75% less rapey. Can we work on that? <laughs> <laughs> can we, can we work
0: on less rapey? No. Can we okay, work on well, less
2: rapey? Can we? Can we like make it a little bit more, you know, fun and not like, I'm you know, I want that pussy baby. You I know? want your pussy. You know, like you stuff. can see him like in the, in the recording booth, like, oh my god, he's just this is just yeah because be that a great that, song. That, that,
0: <laughs> is, that is true because like if Brandon T T Jackson says this, he's like, I want that pussy baby, you know, <laughs> hell yeah, <laughs> I want that pussy baby. It sounds very playful and stuff. Yeah, like, it's, like it's, he's it doing. Sounds but if like, it. like somebody like DMX song is. I love that pussy. Hell yeah! It's like, oh shit! Oh shit! There's a restraining order involved. Right. Somebody better back the fuck up. You cannot be near schools.
2: Uh, but the thing about Snoop is that because Snoop is so low low key and laid back, he doesn't have the energy to be able to do something like this. The only thing the video, that makes Snoop Dogg's
0: songs not rapey is it Snoop Dogg,
2: right? And it, because it's his lyrics, lyrics are, so are
0: are very rapey in lyrics, <laughs> but it's Snoop Dogg, so it's it's smooth. People it's slow, give him a pass. Yeah. He's pimping, right? <laughs> what
1: are those vanilla Ice?
0: But that's the uh, but vanilla well, Ice gives a pass too because he's he's a goddamn legend, right? Yeah. And uh, Rob Van Leel would never rape anything no he's just a really good dude just oh, just to be honest he is a really good dude yeah bad ruler that was written for him yeah, cause yeah. doesn't he, he hates... do
2: like the thing now where he helps people like build houses and stuff yeah.
0: yeah
2: yeah he has like a little TV show where he's like helping people build build their house yeah, and exactly. never did never
0: you eat. see that thing yeah. where those people wanted to do that straight parade and they were using Brad Pitt's face and Brad Brad Pitt sued them He was like,
2: you gotta stop. Yeah, I remember it was like a street pride parade or something. He threatened
0: them first. He was like, you guys gotta fucking stop. And they're like, no, we're gonna use your face. And he was like, I'm fucking suing you. Yeah, because that's... that's He was like, I don't want my face. This is me fucking face. (laughs) This is me fucking face. This is me fucking face. Or what Brad Pitt would say... This is m- the most beautiful fucking face in the world. <laughs> you can't use this shit unless you
2: have my express permission.
0: Look, we want to do a straight parade. This is the straightest man ever. It's like, look, I don't love Brad Pitt and everything, but it, he's in Hollywood. He's definitely sucked a dick. <laughs> you, you got the wrong face. <laughs> Maybe Michael Roker. <laughs> right. He's never sucked a dick. Um, dude.
2: Yeah, it's like the whole thing when they're, uh, they're kind of like, you know, figuring out what they're gonna do, uh, because the uh, the pyrotechnic guy and Tayback get like uh, they get captured, and they're gonna have to go try to rescue them and stuff from the drug compound. Yeah. And then there's the whole thing where, you know, um, the the young kid Sandusky, he's like talking about like you know he's like I thought maybe when this movie came out, you know, I could start getting laid and stuff like that. And he was like, Alpha, what do you got to worry about, man? He's like, you're probably rolling like 10 deep in women and stuff. Right, he's and he like, was like, no, nah, man, it ain't like that. You know, sometimes I want to find something that's meaningful, you know, and all this kind of stuff. And then he's um, you know, like, it's you like, ever like,
0: ask her on a date? You ever ask her on, like, you know? it on a date? He was like, I've just been to a on a date.
2: He was like, yeah,
0: put your foot in the ground. Say, nah, me and you's going on a date. It's in the story. And he was like, what's her name? It's Lance. You gotta say Lance. Wait, what the fuck did the I he just hear? Really it's like, <laughs> like,
3: Lance.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I said Nance. Yeah. It, it's like, it's, no, like it's pretty okay. Much sounded like,
2: it sounded like Lance, man. It sounded a lot like Lance. Yeah. Like, sit your ass down, look at the sun. <laughs> it's like, know. Lance.
0: It's like, everybody's gay, every now and then. It's Hollywood.
2: <laughs> Everybody's gay every now and then. I mean, it's Hollywood, baby, you know? And then like and then you have the whole thing where like Jack Black's like tied to the tree trying to like he's like I'll He's, right now he's, just, like, get... he's like hey, he's like hey alpha man. I'll suck your dick right now, man. I'm not even playing. I I, 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 I you know, I'll i the shaft, I'll play with your balls. You know? It's like it, it know, gets
0: more <laughs> fucked up when you realize Jack Black's characters based off Chris Farley. Like, you what do you know about it's, that
2: that it's like, "Oh my god, I Chris Farley probably would have just been like, oh my god, I could have so much fun with this with this character. Yeah, but Jack like this- Black, because
0: like literally Jack Black wanted to turn down the role because like, you have to dye your hair blonde. And he's just like, I don't want to fucking dye my hair blonde. But, the, but like, Ben Stiller and him was such good friends, he was like, fuck it, fine, I'll do it.
3: <laughs>
1: but he
0: still hated it. He fucking hated that shit. Because Ben Stiller was literally like, I want you to play Chris Farley in this movie. And he was my like, God. he was written for Chris Farley. But what I will say is, Jack Black didn't play it as Chris Farley. No. He played it as Jack Black. Huh. He played it the way. Because it he told would he told it. he told Ben Stiller, if you want me to take the role, I'm not gonna play as Chris Farley. I'm playing as Jack Black. I'm
2: not gonna you know try to be a Farley version of this. I'm gonna do it my way.
0: He was written he was written as a character for Chris Farley, but he was like, nah, I'm not gonna do that. Do the Jack Black way. I'm doing it the right. Jack Black way. I don't want to act like Chris Farley. Right. I don't want to be Jack Black acting like Chris Farley. I want to be Jack Black acting like Jack Black as his character. So. Right. Yeah, but uh, basically what it shows is Ben Stiller kind of feels like Chris Farley would have been like an Eddie Murphy if he would still be alive. Right. Which I don't think is true at all.
2: I don't think so. Like When you see something like, like when you watch the trailers at the beginning of this, which are all pretty much fucking hilarious... Yeah. Um, but uh, when you see the, the trailer for, like, uh, The Fatties, and it's, like, Jack Black playing, like, every character in the family, right. it's, like, it's very much making fun of, like, Eddie Murphy, how, like, when he does, like, The Nutty Professor, he is, like, every fucking character. they so,
0: like, this is what Chris Farley would have been. Like, maybe Chris had...
2: Farley would have been doing that, and it's, like, I don't think Chris Farley would have been doing that because he was... He was not one of those people that's like, "Oh, I'm going to dress up and drag and do like and be like a woman in a bunch of roles." He was too damn He did intact. the lunch lady thing. Well, was his his, his idol
0: lunch... his idol wasn't his idol wasn't Eddie Murphy. His idol was John Candy. So, yeah. John Candy never did roles like that. John Candy always did different roles. It's some so... John Belushi I would think too. No, was it, didn't didn't Christopher Farley say his like biggest idol was John Candy? I
2: remember. I think I remember him saying in, like an interview that he he always was a fan of John Candy.
0: Yeah, because I I thought I thought I that I mean John Blue everybody everybody that was in comedy was a fan of John. Bel- yeah, Bel- I think I think Farley's idol him. was John Candy though. If I remember right, because I we mean, fuck, even- I'm not even in comedy. And my idol is John Candy. Goddamn, the dude is amazing. Like, he in was, Home Alone, he's not even trying to be funny, and he's fucking hilarious.
2: Right. But that's the thing uh, about somebody like John Candy is that, like, uh, when you look back at, like, the stuff that he did, it was like he could – you take something like Cool Runnings. like I really, was
0: about to mention that. Like, Cool yeah, Runnings, he's literally be, being serious in it. And if it wasn't for John Candy being in Cool Runnings – that movie would have been fucking deleted and forgotten. Delete, delete, delete. And it's a great story because it's a true story. Right. About a Jamaican bobsled team. But if you would have just been like, we're going to make this movie, but no John Candy, no one would ever have fucking seen that movie.
2: Well, because, like, the actors that they got to play, the, the, the Jamaican bobsledder guys, like, you know, no offense to them, but nobody knew who they were. But if you're like, hey... Cool Runnings. We got John Candy as the as the coach. He's gonna be the one that puts the bobsled team together. You're like, oh shit, I love John Candy. Okay, I love him. Well, I'll check it out. You know, I mean, it's like a, it's a Disney movie, but it's but when you watch Cool Runnings, he does not play that character for laughs. He is for real doing regular acting in that movie because nice. his character is, you know, he was um, he was uh, in the Olympics in bobsledding and then he like cheated and they kicked him out. And then he was trying to appeal to get back in because I think it had been a certain amount of time, and he was he was trying to come back in, and they were like you know he cheated on his uh, older team that he was a part of, which I think was the American bobsled team if I don't if I remember correctly. It's been a minute since I've seen cool runnings, but the the comedy stuff in that movie is really about. I think the it was the Canadian bobsled. Was it team, the Canadian so. bobsled team? Yeah. yeah. Fucking. Uh, <laughs> they're fucking good at everything, eh? Um... But, uh... Sorry, Yeah. <laughs> so have either
0: one of you seen Super Troopers, too?
2: Yeah.
0: I haven't. It's fucking awesome. It is I've only seen the
2: first one. But, uh... But, yeah, when you see somebody like John Candy, it's like... That's the thing, is that he could be... He could be Uncle Buck, and then you could watch something like fucking Spaceballs, where he plays barf. You yeah, know, yeah. and then you could see, you know, like, planes, trains, and Train automobiles, automobiles with, like, Steve Martin, and you're Which like... Is
0: Literally one of the greatest comedies. One of, of all the great, the greatest yeah. comedy
2: movies of all time. Planes, trains, and automobiles. And it's look, because like some people, movie.
0: some people, you you get two people that watch that movie. It's like some people don't give Steve Martin enough credit, and other people don't give John Candy enough credit. You gotta, you gotta take it for what it is. It's just equally, it's a, it's just awesome one of the greatest by
2: both of them. Yeah,
0: comedian. Yeah, I mean,
2: Damn, it's those, those two so together. Good. Awesome. And then what was the uh, what was the uh, the. What was the movie he did? Was it called Delirious, where he was like a soap opera writer, and he actually gets like trapped in one of his soap operas? Was that Delirious? I'm trying. I, to... I forget. But I even forget that that the dumbass
0: movie... Dan Aykroyd movie that he did, he was fucking hilarious in that. <laughs> which which Dan Aykroyd movie you're talking really about? That really shitty sci-fi, fucking weird one he did. Um. Oh, I don't know. Because Dan Aykroyd is, we all know, is insane. (laughs) I mean, he's a fucking crazy person. He's a bit of a strange dude. He's a fucking crazy person. He hears voices. But he writes some good stuff every now and then. But he's a crazy fucking person. I mean, like, we wouldn't have Ghostbusters without Dan Aykroyd, but also, he's fucking crazy. He makes his
2: own Crystal Skull vodka. Yeah. Did you... Guys he, ever seen he's that?
0: insane, but also I like insanity in my movies sometimes. Yeah. Because if there was no such thing as insanity, we wouldn't have Daniel Craig as James Bond. Right. <laughs> because that fucking guy's insane.
2: But uh but yeah, we'll go ahead and we'll take a break here and then when we come back we'll have um, uh, let's see, I have like what, two two more things to go over. Yeah, we'll do like yeah. you know, two more. And then we'll we'll go and probably wrap it up after that. But yeah, we'll be here. Wrap it up, B. Wrap Wrap it it up, up, B. B.
0: course that is the song war by edwin Starr. uh just to meet our quota so we don't get sued right. um, <laughs> so okay let's get back to the
2: comments um so one of the things when you go through this this movie well really anything that has like ben stiller in it is this is kind of like a thing that you get it's questionable no. uh <laughs> it's like you know whenever you whenever you talk about, like, Adam Sandler, for example, because we were talking about him, like, off-air, whenever you bring up, like, Adam Sandler... Whoa, don't break kayfabe. (laughs) (laughs) Really, we have kayfabe here? This isn't wrestling. Oh, AJ just gigged himself! (laughs) He just cut open his head! No. Um, Gigging in wrestling is where you you cut your head. Yeah. I don't know. You know, it's like when you cut yourself to make the match look more brutal. Um, That's breaking the business. Uh, But... uh, (laughs) But it's like, whenever you mention, say, like an Adam Sandler movie, there's people that are like, oh, I fucking love Adam Sandler. I love Happy Gilmore. You know, I fucking love Billy Madison. You know, fucking, like, 50 First Dates. Like, you know, that's my shit. And then you have other people that are like, fuck Adam Sandler. I hate that fucking guy. Ben Stiller gets almost the same shit. And there's there's people that fucking hate this movie almost because of Ben Stiller being in it. And I guess because he, he wrote it and... You know, like all this kind of stuff, his, his hands were all over this movie because it was kind of like a project of his. So it's not the movie; it's more or less they hate the, and wh- it's neither, so they hate the fucking movie. Well, yeah, because that's one of the things that happens a lot of times is like when we covered the Tenacious D in the Pick of Destiny, people were like, "I fucking hate Jack Black. Why the fuck are you watching a Jack Black movie?"
1: Yeah.
2: You know, it's like it, the thing about Tenacious D is that like it's not going to blow up in the box office because not not that many people saw the Tenacious D TV show that they did on HBO. So if you never watched that TV show, you might not know that much about Tenacious D unless you just happen to be a Jack Black fan, and you're like, oh, well, Jack's in it, so maybe I'll watch it. But people watch that movie, and they're like, I fucking hate Jack Black. Why the fuck are you watching a Jack Black movie? <laughs> if you you know, it, It's like, if you know that Ben Stiller's in this and you don't like Ben Stiller, why the fuck are you watching it? Why Comedy
0: you you is great. subjective. Yeah. Uh, like, 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 some people like Amy Schumer. Like some people like Amy Schumer and some people don't. Like, yeah. Like it, it, and then it's it's the same thing with, uh, um, like you like know, Sarah like Silverman's Sarah Silverman. Sarah Silverman. Yeah. Or or you could li- you could literally like two versions of Sarah, Sarah Silverman. Um, and then you can you you can like stuff like um. Artie Lang and some people don't like Artie Lang and other people yeah. you know David Tell There's David some people that Tell don't some like... some David Tell's one of those guys that's very
2: I fucking love David Tell he's awesome. You know
0: like like a lot of people like David Tell like I I love David Tell uh some of the,
2: I, some of his stand up stuff is like fucking hilarious that I've listened to
0: yeah and then you got like some TJ Millers and you know George Carlins
2: and Norm McDonald. Norm McDonald. Nor McDonald
0: is very, very, he's one of those guys that's very love hate. Yes,
2: you either love Norm McDonald and you get his humor or you fucking hate him because you don't get it. Yeah, it, or it's it, not it literally your style. is. Like,
0: and, and it's okay. Like, like literally, comedy, all comedy is subjective. Right. You know, all, all of it is. Like, you, you either love it or you hate it. But the thing about comedy, if you hate it, then just walk away from it. Right like don't don't sit there and just try to bash it down because there's so much comedy out there like all these different people like like an adam sandler comedy like a a lot of people hate it and it's like okay you hate it okay we know who adam sandler is he's been doing this shit for years yeah you know you are not going to like him
2: yeah will ferrell's like that too yeah, you know at this point you're not gonna like him.
0: Yeah. yeah. So why are you watching one of his movies and be like, you know what, fuck Will Ferrell, I hate him, and I, I hate his, yeah. I hate all of his movies, and it's like, yeah, you've known this shit for years. He's yeah. not a new comedian. Right. It's like, to me, like uh, one of the guys that are kind of, kind of subjective in, in comedy. It's like like a Todd Barry. Um, yeah. You know he's one of those guys where it's like. He even, does, he even does experimental comedy. Right. Like, he literally did an entire comedy CD where he just... He didn't have any jokes written. He just um, interacted with the crowd. Right. Like, he did an entire CD about that.
2: He's a very, like, experimental type of comic.
0: Yeah, he is. Because he was like, I wanted to know what it was like just to kind of come up with jokes on the fly talking to people in the crowd.
2: Improving improv-ing stuff. You know? Yeah.
0: And it was probably his best album
2: <laughs>
0: <But> the, <laughs> because you know, he's really great at talking to people like it's, it's it's his thing so but not everybody's like that so you know some people have to have like
2: jokes written right you know so and i th- and, well and i'll say this and then i'll go ahead and read the comment and then we'll just we'll react to this but like there's a lot of people that are like you know, I, I'm a big fan of Jeff Foxworthy because I think I've listened to almost every album that he's made. I don't know if he's made anything, like, recently besides, like, the blue-collar comedy stuff. But, like, his original albums that he made, like, in the 90s, you know, like, his original albums, everybody, when you say Jeff Foxworthy, everybody thinks, oh, he's the redneck joke guy. You listen to his albums, and that's, like, 10% of what he does at the very end of his show. You if might, does, a the, you you might be a redneck you a your yeah
0: and find your lawnmower.
2: Right, <laughs> You know, you might be a redneck if, you know, you have a working TV on top of a non-working TV. Like, and, you know, he was like, the redneck jokes just kind of came up because people would just, he, like, I would tell stories about, like, crazy stuff that was in my family because his wife's from Louisiana, she's Cajun. And so, and he would go visit, like, his relatives and stuff. He was literally from New York, though. Really?
0: He but was living wife... in
2: Atlanta at the time, I think. Yeah, but... that's,
0: that's what it is. Like, Jeff Forsworth, is actually from New York. But his wife's from Louisiana, and they live in Georgia. Yeah. So he came up with those jokes because it's kind of a mixture of north and south, but
2: he, he it's even like admits. His crazy-ass family. Because a stuff. lot
0: of people don't know. You know, he claims to be from the south, but as a lot of people don't know, there are rednecks in New York. Born and raised because there's a country part of New York. Yeah. There's huh? not just city in New York. There's country New York. Yeah, like upper,
2: like upper state New York is pretty much just like hills and back roads and stuff. Yeah, I'm uh, from Illinois, right? And like, the redneck jokes that people would talk about, like you know, like stuff about like their tractors and stuff like that. Like I, I'm from Illinois. I saw shit like that. There were rednecks in Illinois. Like, you you know, Fox. Illinois, though,
0: some people consider like north, but it's really like mid. It's like mid America really like it's like it has north and south all in this area
2: yeah well because it's like the bottom end of illinois is like right near tennessee and then the upper end of illinois is touching wisconsin
0: because chad gray from mudbane is from illinois but he kind of considers himself a redneck
2: yeah that's why that's why hell yeah kind of is a you know kind of partially Pantera when, you know, Vinny was around. Rest in peace, Vinny Paul. Um, uh, we're drinking Jaeger tonight, so I think it's Yay, the, Jaeger, yeah, okay. It's a good idea that we, you know, we, we reference Vinnie Paul. Right?
0: Take this drink, AJ. <laughs> Jay, um, let's clink it
2: together, let's do it. Oh, but that's uh, but that's one of the things that's interesting about, you know, somebody like Jeff Foxworthy is that everybody thinks that, oh, he's the redneck joke guy. But if you actually listen to a stand-up, he doesn't do just redneck jokes the whole time. His stand up is a lot of storytelling. It's stuff about his family, stuff that him and his wife have been through, stuff that he's done with his kids. You know, like it's just that kind of stuff. But that's the perception that people have. But so, let's be
0: honest Ron White's the best um, storyteller out of all the blue collar comedy
2: tour guys. Well, everybody's a little bit different because Bill Engvall is pretty good at doing stories too. Fox and at the end, do he that. does the,
0: here's your sign stuff. Yeah, here's
2: your sign. That's what his gimmick is, is the, here's your sign stuff. And then, and then Jeff has the, the drug cable guys The get her done Yeah, stuff. the get her yeah. done, and like that kind of stuff. And then, Ron White is, you know, he's like the outlier because, you know, he drinks constantly. He doesn't really he have a
0: tagline. He's just really fucking funny. Yeah.
2: And um, drinks, gosh. Yeah, yeah, on stage while smoking. Yeah. But which is why
0: he wasn't on the blue collar, uh, on the blue collar uh, TV show.
2: Because they wanted to keep it more PG friendly. They didn't want him to Ron drink. Ron White's stand up is not really PG, like it's pretty. It's it's a little bit over the top for the blue collar guys, but they're all such good friends. They were like, we don't really think the network's gonna like Ron, you know, doing this. But which Engvall is why it only lasted
0: like two seasons. Yeah, because there's like no Ron White.
2: Yeah, Engball, Larry, and and. Foxworthy, they were the the three that the network wanted, no. not so much Ron White because they want to run but they didn't
0: want him to drink on set and he was like, yeah. Nah, fuck you guys, I'm gonna drink when the fuck I wanna film. Yeah, when I feel like the... drinking. Because you're gonna tell the
2: man he can't drink his bourbon when he's on set. It's like well, I'm not doing it on camera. I'm I'm doing it, you know, off well, camera.
0: I would say Ron White's the most American out of all of them because he <laughs> refused.
2: To let them, you know, prevent him from drinking. That's a fucking true American. If right America,
0: there. yeah, if America is defined by anything, it's supposed to be freedom. Right. Freedom. Not by a bunch of rich people telling you what the fuck to do. So
2: we should just put Ron White on the American flag. I think that's fitting. on the dollar bill. I think oh, we just came
0: up bill. yeah, yeah, a hundred dollar bill is Ron White. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I just, uh, I just earned like three Ron Whites. Oh man, you got three hundred. that was uh, good. And it just says <laughs> like tater <laughs> salad on it. Yet. Um, but uh, so since we're you know we're, we're talking about like uh, comedy styles right so here's where it, here's where it starts it says Ben Stiller playing mentally retarded uh, what exactly was the point of this movie Ben Stiller good grief he needs to drop all the Zoolander ish roles pronto uh, that's exactly how we describe his character in this movie Zoolander gets stuck in the jungle for starters I have to admit that I don't like Ben Stiller never have probably never will I didn't research this movie before I watched it, so I was unaware that he co-wrote, co-produced, directed, and starred in it. Now I really don't like him. I don't know what Stiller was thinking, when, he, but he wasn't thinking clearly. How can you make a movie with this many hateful jokes against the mentally challenged and expect people to laugh? Possibly the worst scene in the whole film was the Forrest Gump bit, where they make fun of Forrest Gump. I think that... <laughs> I think that could have been so much funnier if Jack Black had been doing that and it had been about somebody who was ADHD, because then Jack Black could finally, or could have really gone off in in his usual hyper style. I also found the Forrest Gump section very insulting towards people with disabilities. I have Asperger's and ADHD and found it really poorly done without any consideration for people watching the film who have learning disabilities.
0: Well, for one, it wasn't making fun about anybody.
1: Even though the guy was retarded, he took offense to him. Sorry.
0: <laughs> it wasn't making fun about anybody that had disabilities. It was making fun of pe- actors that play people
2: with disabilities. Yeah, because it even though Cyrus is like, you never go full retard. Yeah, you know? it, it
0: was making fun of actors that play Which is probably mentally, the best meme ever. Yeah, mentally challenged people. So it's, it's literally not making fun of... Of mentally challenged
2: people at it's all. Making fun of actors that go way too fucking far. With yeah,
0: because it. it was making fun of stuff like uh, Rain Man, and uh, things like that. Yeah,
2: and uh, maybe a little bit of the like when they kept saying like the Forrest Gump bit. I'm like, not are you Forrest talking? Of, are you talking about like the thing where he's playing Simple Jack and Simple it's Jack. like the butterflies and shit? Yeah. It's like, but Simple Jack is not Forrest Gump. Like, you can't. Like, you might interpret it as like, oh, they're making fun of Forrest Gump with this, and it's like. The thing about Forrest Gump though is that oh, he got a, a very good s- brain. Yeah, he, he like Forrest Gump as a character was he's simple minded, right? But he's not like so. No, he's fart. a goddamn legend. Mm-hmm. But he's yeah. a, but he's a fucking legend. He ran across the entire United States with the same pair of he's shoes. Um, ping
0: pong champion. He, That's yeah, he retarded. was a ping pong champion. A he fucking
2: he met Kennedy. Like yeah, yeah he's fucking a billionaire. <laughs> yeah, he was like he was like the. He's star- like you're the
0: owner of the Bubba Shrimp Company. He's like yeah. I was like yeah it is like you see like Forrest magazine is like billionaire forrest gump yeah. and he's just kind of like sitting at a fucking bench waiting for a bus yeah
2: but he was a, he was a simple dude and the thing is is that you know people always kind of mistake forrest gump as being retarded it's like no it's just that like he he maybe interprets things a little bit slower than some other people but you know the thing is is that like literally
0: robert down junior's character is like uh, Charm to pass off a nation, won a ping pong competition. That's not retarded. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, he literally says that in the movie. Yeah. He's like, he fucking, he fu- he charmed the fucking entire nation and won a ping pong competition. You, that's not retarded. Simple yeah. Jack,
1: you went full retarded with it. He's yeah. like, you went full
0: full retard. Never go full retard. Like literally in the fucking uh, uh, previews for Simple Jack. He, He's like, I got a good brain, and she's like, I think you got a good fine brain, Jack. And then he's like, looking at her teeth, like, Oh yeah, those are some nice tits. And that's his mom, right? <laughs> you know, I have a good book for brain. <laughs> like Christine Taylor plays his mom in that, right? And he's just like, Oh, those are some nice tits. And he's like, That's your mom,
2: right? Yeah, but does, the does thing about it is brain. that like whenever because people have like and we we say the word like retard and retarded but we're we never say it because we're from the 90s so we we grew up like hearing words like that it's we're like we're
0: always talking about nick Swartzen when we say retarded just like so right, you yeah. guys know when we because say because his vocabulary is
2: like you know a few words it's dude uh you know like, party, uh, fuck, retarded, and gay. That's, like, the five words that he says yeah, the most. Yeah, so we're
0: always referring to Nick Swartz when right. so
2: retarded. Um, but the thing... Uh, <laughs> but, uh,
0: uh... So we can do that, because he is. His face. <laughs> he even his, says so. His face but, is retarded.
2: But, um... But I think that it's it's fucked and up so because... his
0: dick. His like, dick's retarded.
2: <laughs> imagine having a retarded dick. That would be really messed up. I think up.
0: Nick Swartz will win that.
2: yeah. Let's, let's hope. Um, but uh, I think that like whenever you, whenever people watch something like this and they have the whole thing where, where they're like making fun of like you know retarded people and stuff, like we say the word retarded and we say that things are retarded, but we don't make fun of like retarded people or people that have. We don't, we're not
0: talking about mentally people. We're not talking about mentally retarded people.
2: We're talking about, like, something is retarded or the situation's retarded. We're talking about, like, Alien Ant Farm or, you know, <laughs> yeah. Fortnite. That's pretty retarded, yeah. But, you know, it's like when people would always say that, like, you know, because Eminem uses the word fag a lot, and he's like, I don't mean it in the sense that, like, I'm saying that somebody's a fag and that like they're like a gay person and I'm saying it in a hateful way. Because he even explained it to Elton John and Elton John was like, I understand what you're trying to say.
0: I don't think he had to... That's the thing. I don't think he had to explain it to Elton John. Or Elton John probably just understood. Elton John is, you know, Probably superior. the man he, ever. <laughs> he, he's superior in the way. You don't have to explain shit to him. He understands how Yeah. music and entertainment Literally concept like yeah i mean he is the og he is the master of knowing you know like you don't have to explain shit to elton john
2: yeah but the thing is is that i think that a lot of people were like well you know why is he doing uh was it the was the mtv music video awards where it was uh, uh elton and uh, eminem uh doing the like the duet thing together um, and they were gonna work together, and people were like, but yeah, but he says, like, fag all the time on his album, and all this kind of stuff. Um, like, John
0: what must fucking
2: hate him. John's probably Eminem. gonna hate him, because, like, he's, like, like hey, one of the hey, dudes ever.
0: Hey, Elton, do you hate me? And uh, Elton's probably like, why?
2: Yeah, it's like, you know.
0: <laughs> what are you talking about? It's like, well, all these trolls keep talking about we should hate each other, and it's like, no. No, I mean. I get it. No, I get it. For one... I'm Elton John. I'm beyond all that shit. Right. Like, I'm literally the person that had to deal with all that shit back in the day. I know what's real and what's not. Yeah. I know how to deal with shit. If I worried about everyone that said the word fag, I would have killed myself.
2: Also, the other thing, too, is that, like, the word fag in England literally means cigarette.
0: Yeah, but we know
2: what it means but, here. But that,
0: that, doesn't, that doesn't work in America.
2: No, but, but I'm just saying that, like, if you go to England and you hear somebody say, like, would you like a pack of fags? And then it's like... It, if yes,
0: you're... I do like the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, if you're in a and you go... That's how you write comedy, bitches. That's how you write comedy. Show over. Pack of fags are the
2: Beatles. <laughs> Time to go home. Um, <laughs> that's it. But, uh, <laughs> the five,
0: five pack of fags, right? Um... <laughs>
2: Uh, or, it was, no, it was the Fab Four. That's what it was. <laughs> um, but, uh... The four.
3: <laughs>
1: but that's the thing.
2: Like, if you're an American, and you go to England, and you see how just casually they use that word, you're like, man, that's like, why do you guys use that word? And it's like, it's all context, man. You know? It's like... But that's the thing. It's like, when you... When they're talking about somebody being retarded in the movie and then you're watching it and you're like, Well this is offensive to retarded people. It's like like you're taking it out of context because you're not understanding like what they're trying to say in the movie, is that like like literally the meme that everybody gets from this movie is he says, never go full retard. Like if you're acting and you're playing a character that is supposed to be, you know, like has like some kind of autism or whatever. So basically
0: never, never go Colin Farrell.
2: Yeah, you never go full <laughs> retard because you know it's like you're really you're overacting the shit out of it and it's it yeah. it is really now it's starting to look like you're making fun of a particular type of people you know and it's like if you're watching this and you get the idea that they're just making fun of retarded people in this it's like no that you're totally missing the point yeah a lot of times when people watch something like this they're going to they're going to go into their social justice warrior toolbox and go there's this is bad against retarded people you literally have a guy in here wearing blackface you know and they point out all the things about this movie that they think is bullshit and it's like you guys need to calm the fuck down not everything is a cause and not everything has a fucking agenda like uh,
0: SJW SJW It's like
2: uh, the thing that, you know, like uh, me and Steve were talking about before where, you know, people were saying that uh, Brie Larson being a white woman, also, you know, the devil, right? Because if you're a white woman in Hollywood, you're Satan. Um, They wanted Captain Marvel to be played by a, what, transgender, uh, gay, uh, what was it, minority or whatever, that they wanted Captain Marvel to check all of those boxes. And it's like... Carol Danvers is a white woman and is none of those things. Yeah. <laughs> she's and a straight white woman. Why not. is that so offensive? Yeah. It's like, no, we've, we've got to check all the boxes. You've got to hit all the agenda boxes know, to like, make everybody comics, happy. She's a
1: fucking straight white chick. She's and a it's straight
2: not. white woman. That's and how she's always been in the comics. You're not going to make Wolverine a fucking chick that's fucking you know like a transgender woman. Yeah, you know the, it's what, like the, the nothing fuck nothing against like transgender people or LGBT or whatever. You know, well, we don't have any problem with that. I think the best example here recently was that that fucking new Bat trailer. God
1: damn, you seen that shit with Ruby Rose? Yeah, yeah, Because me and these so people low. talked
2: about that on it's another so episode. Low. It's like it's yeah. almost like yeah, it's like it's
0: bad. I, I it's don't horrible. want to talk about this on this episode because this is supposed to be a positive episode. Right. Because this is my birthday episode, but we will talk about that on another episode
2: later. Yeah. But it's
0: just, it's, it's anti-progressive. Right. It is so, so anti anything. It just
2: hits you over the head it's with it. It's
0: super woke. Right. And I love so I. This is a new, new fucking, superhero. Super woke. It's super woke. <laughs>
2: It's like
3: <laughs>
0: imagine imagine
2: uh, like a TV show that's just super woke and it's just all the social justice stuff. It's and they're like they're like a they're like a, a transgender minority uh, that did not come from you know they weren't raised by rich parents. A Mary Sue. Right, that's like a Mary Sue that's like super powerful from the very beginning. It has you know massive amounts of plot armor. You know, like <laughs> imagine a TV show like that. And they'll be, be like, well, man...
1: This, this new Batwoman is going to be pretty close.
2: <laughs> it's like,
0: man... Uh, and I, I, I like the idea of it. I just don't know if I like the end result
2: of it. Yeah, right. that's, true, that's
0: true. And it's it, like, where do you
2: go with that? You know? Yeah,
0: because Ooh.
2: where where do you go from there? Right. But the so, thing that I liked about Captain Marvel was the fact that they didn't... They, she doesn't have a love interest. They didn't put like a bunch of social stuff in it. Yeah. It's just a superhero movie about like her doing her thing. How does she get her powers... And she's a badass, and people were just like, "Oh no, we don't like Brie Larson because she's like this feminist agenda person." Actually, it's like Tina Fey's a feminist agenda person, and everybody loves her. It's like, but people just something about Brie Larson pisses them off. Actually, why
0: we might have to have a little bit more conversation about this on another episode, maybe about Captain Marvel specifically. Yeah, because when I watched it again a second time, um, I found more things out. Really, Yeah, if you if you wanted to watch it um, again and have me point some things out, I'll, I'll show you some things. But I actually felt very strongly about it the second time. The first yeah. time I watched it, I was like, okay, it's pretty good. I, I see this and see this and see this. And, and the second time I watched it, I was like, okay, I don't, I, don't, I don't actually see that anymore. I actually see different things. And it actually kind of surprised me, the things that I've seen in it the second time so uh i actually gave more props to the filmmakers i'm not i'm not saying this the the best movie you know the the, the cinematic universe has made but it, it does have some great things in it that i don't think you can see it and i don't think you can see in one showing
2: yeah well i mean that's the thing about marvel movies they're they're pretty layered and, and detailed So I mean, like I'll go back and I'll watch like Captain America movies, and I'm like, oh shit, I didn't even recognize that from before. Like that's the first time I've seen that in that. Yeah, you'll see
0: something like you're like,
2: oh shit, that's a that's like an Easter. Because when I watched Captain Marvel the first time, I gotta admit, I was. Steve was kind of underwhelmed by it. I liked it. I liked it. Like first off, I I liked it, and I was just like, you
1: know, to me, it was a good movie, but it was like some of those some of the shots were really dark
0: some of the yeah some of the stuff like some of the I shots it was the film or something they used
1: or something like that it just, it's just kind of hard uh, yeah to really i inter- understand, like understand the, what you're saying about that like yeah, yeah very small
0: lighting forest,
1: director like or world, something world like the planet they went on it was all foggy and misty's like i don't, I don't know if they are in the desert
3: on earth like i don't know
0: where the fuck they are <laughs> right right <laughs> right because but they did they did cloud it a little bit i I, I do agree with those things games, yeah right. Yeah, so that that is that is true. Smoke machines are tight. <laughs> Smoke machines aren't tight.
2: <laughs> um, like but uh, I'll go into this last bit, and then we'll 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 go ahead and wrap it up, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, right. uh, one thing I would just say about like you know the whole thing about like you know people saying that like he's just doing Zoolander in every movie now, no. it's like the people that think that like you know Adam Sandler is just like fucking Billy Madison in every movie. And it's like, no. No, he's definitely not. Like, if you watch Pixels, definitely not Billy Madison. No. It's not like Billy Madison saves the universe from the fucking, you know, Pixel aliens. You know, like, that's the thing. Everybody automatically assumes that if you have, like, this infamous character, you play that character in every movie. And it's like, no. That's just what you associate with them. Because right. that was the thing that got him famous. That's the thing that they, they may, maybe people recognize the most. Well, it, that kind it, of thing. It's
1: kind of a... Uh, like Hollywood and just acting in general, you'll, yeah. you'll play this role, you'll play this role so good, you'll be, connected with the rest of your fucking movie crew. Right. You know, people will look at you and say, oh, you know, like Kit Harington, they'll be like, oh, that's Jon Snow. Yeah. He'll maybe in another He'll be, be Jon Snow forever. Forever. He's right. so iconic in that fucking role. Yeah.
2: It's just like Mark Hamill with Luke Skywalker. Right. And, you know, he's like, he's like, look, he's like, because on his Instagram and stuff like that, and like, uh. Uh, like Twitter and everything, people will send him stuff like, you know, my son, like he draws and he drew like Luke Skywalker fighting Vader and he's like, I love that, that's awesome. You know, and like people send him like fan stuff all the time or like, you know, my son, you know, dressed up as Luke for Halloween and, you know, he has like the black outfit and the green lightsaber and he's like, that's awesome, you know, I, I really love stuff like that. And he'll give it like a thumbs up and everything, you know, but he's like, He's like, but I, you know, he's like, I did more than just Luke. I was also yeah. the Joker on the Batman animated show, you know. Shucky that
0: came way later. He's the new
2: Chucky. Yeah. yeah, that came afterwards, but it's like now on social media, it's like he embraces all of that stuff. He's like, I am the Joker. I am Luke Skywalker. He has to own all that because he'll, he'll be Luke Skywalker forever, you know. He'll be the voice yeah. of the Joker forever because it's such an iconic voice. They even used it in the fucking Arkham Batman games, you know. But that's the thing. It's like, you know, the thing with, like, the comedians, though, is that it's – you will always be associated with the movie that they thought was, like, your biggest hit. Every time Sandler does a movie, oh, he's just doing Billy Madison again in another movie. No, he's not. You know, if it's Ben Stiller, oh, he's just Zoolander in another, in another movie. Okay, Make if you like look at the Zoolander man. character and then you look at him as the owner of the Globo Gym and Dodgeball, you know, the Purple Cobras, <laughs> You know, like, that's nothing like Zoolander at all. You know, like, that's not even close to the same thing, but people are going to automatically assume that he's just doing that character again because it was popular in a different movie. And it's like, no, then you obviously didn't watch it. Tug Speedman is nothing like Derek Zoolander. You know, there's... It's, right, people, right, right, right. People have all these, like, preconceived notions about what their character is going to be, Shut the fuck up and watch it, and you'll realize it's nothing like that. You know right. Don't have those yeah. preconceived notions. Uh, but one thing that I would say, to, to wrap it up here, because this was a shorter comment, um, if people thought this movie was way too crude, <laughs> and crude as in, like, R-rating, you know? So, it says, uh, I had a difficult time sitting through this movie. So, uh, it says on here, it says, I had a difficult time getting through this movie. It appears to be a movie for high school boys who still laugh at farts. Towards the end, I did at least smile a couple of times. Uh, I think this movie shows how far our society has gone with gross jokes uh, insensitively towards uh, various groups such as Vietnam War veterans and phrases that should not be uttered outside of the gutter. I was also surprised to see a boy about the age of 12 in the movie Appeared to be who appeared to be with his mother. Uh, However, after saying this, I realized that twelve-year-old boys are probably who this is written for. Maybe Ben Stiller can uh, actually find a script in the future that might actually be humorous. So my thing is, is why the fuck? First of all, why do you take a twelve-year-old to a movie that is clearly a hard, rated R? I mean, you've got drug use in this movie. You've got like pretty intense violence. Like people die throughout this movie. You've got like pervasively strong language throughout <laughs> like i don't know how many f bombs they drop in this movie but it might be somewhere on well, the scarface scale you know well
0: i i but. know that the um the kid that they're talking about this in this movie is actually based off of an actual drug lord
2: yeah the, the 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 drug kingpin kid yeah
0: yeah it was actually two of them and they were brothers, and they were um, nine years old whenever they took over their that's drug empire. Shit.
2: That's fucking nuts. Man. And
0: um, that's what it was based off from, because they, they thought it was funny.
2: But the, the thing is, is that, like, who the fuck. Okay, so me, let me pitch this I mean, to. They're not breaking any job labor laws. <laughs> so, the, uh, so I'll say. If it's drugs,
0: I don't think there's any laws to anything.
2: Yeah. Uh, but. Uh, <laughs> But like you know, both of you have kids, right? So, okay, so like Steve, yes, let's exactly. say let's say Ethan gets to where he's like 11, 12 years old, right? Because he's mm-hmm. your oldest. Would you Would you show him Tropic Thunder at twelve years old? No. Okay, so let me let me say he needs like, another uh,
0: year, and then he's let then me he's so, so like
2: AJ. Let's say like Seth is eleven or twelve. Would you well. sit down and watch Tropic Thunder with him? Yes. At twelve years old. Yeah. Yeah. So the difference with that is that you're gonna be able to explain the language and that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Which so you'd explain the language, you'd explain the jokes. If if so if, the, that's, person's that's to, yeah, if the, the person's old enough to parenting.
0: If the person's old enough to be explained to it and they can understand it, they can watch it. Yeah, right.
1: like the the younger kids I'll be like, No, you go to your bedroom, go to the art bedroom and go watch T V or something like that. But after he's getting to the age where he's hitting puberty he change yeah. I was like, you know, this is the world, you know, this is the uh, an adult comedy movie, right. you know, you're going to watch it, yeah, 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 afterwards, you have a problem with it, you know, what was wrong with it, was it too harsh for you, was it crude, you know, was it, what was going on, did you, you know, understand it or anything like that?
0: Just and if you, you have any, any questions, he right. can ask you, yeah, that, that is parenting, because, yeah, puberty, puberty is the age that you should be able to show them, show them that, because that, that's the age that they need to understand, to yeah, they do understand stuff. So, yeah. so if they hit puberty at twelve, then you can under they you can explain it to them at twelve if they have those questions, you know.
2: I can remember, like when I was a kid, I I saw. Yeah, it was Basic Instinct when I was what, ten I think, and, you know, when you watch that movie when you're wow, ten. Wow,
0: Basic Instinct at ten. Yeah, yes. because
2: my uh, because my mom and my sister were watching it, and. There's that whole thing where, like, Sharon Stone, like, you know, like, famous, does the famous cross her legs thing. You're like, hey. And, you know, it's like, it was like, what was that about? And it's, and my sister was like, well, that's, you know, that's like part of, you know, that's like her vagina and stuff like that. So I'm like, once I have the explanation for it, I'm like, okay, cool. And, yeah. And but I'm,
0: Sharon Stone didn't know that happened.
2: Oh, she didn't realize that she was yeah, doing that?
0: So it's actually kind of an uncomfortable scene to watch now that you know that, that she didn't actually know that that's what they were doing when they filmed it.
2: Oh, okay. I thought they, they get, did that on purpose because no, 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 Sharon everybody Stalin, in the scene kind of gets like, oh, shit, I'm kind of uncomfortable Sharon Stone
0: herself didn't know because she thought that the camera was going to be heightened up and they just wanted it to be a seductive factor. She didn't know that they were filming like her her vagina. Front
2: shot, basically. Yeah.
0: Damn, so it's very, very uncomfortable now that you know how the scene was filmed. Shame, shame yeah. On guy. <laughs> Good job. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's kind like, like of fucked up for sure. But she she nailed that upskirts. shit. I mean, yeah, that that, that that movie is iconic only because of her, not because of a director or a producer. She yeah. is But also know, it's, icon like, it's
2: like it. her and Michael Douglas in that movie, and they fucking like the whole show is just great. It's a
0: bunch of chemistry. Is, it's really great, but
2: when you're like,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Sharon Stone didn't even know they were filming that part of her body. Right. It's like, ugh. Yeah. The director's not kinda, kinda not in sturdy, the great yeah. standing right now because yeah. that is
2: but very that's questionable. The thing. Like when I watched that, I was young. I remember watching like the Terminator movies when I was young.
3: Oh yeah. I remember
2: because like, the original Terminator, like you know, you have like pretty hardcore violence in that first Terminator movie. And you've got a sex scene where you see Linda Hamilton topless you know so it's you know like that was the thing is that like I would always watch that stuff like with my parents I remember the first time that I watched predator and like Predator is fucking violent as shit you know and you even have <laughs> and you have like Jesse Ventura has some of the greatest lines in that movie you god know, damn
0: this, sexual tri- it's tyrannosaurus like, uh, <laughs> was, because
2: like jesse has that line where he was like he was like you're a bunch of slack-jawed faggots you know it was like this shit here will turn you into a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus you know and i'm like i don't know how old i was when i watched predator i might have been like I maybe be nine <laughs> i was like maybe nine i don't know maybe nine ten somewhere on there but whenever i watched that stuff i was around my parents and i'm like you know, I could ask my dad questions and he'd be like, Well, when your mom's not around, ask me that again later. You know, like that kind of stuff. But it's like, you know, the thing about something like this is that if you're taking a 12 year old to this kind of movie, you're going to have to be a really good parent about it, that they're not going to be like, Oh, well, when I go to school, I'm going to say like all kinds of crazy shit because I learned it in this movie. It's like, no. It's like, you have to be able to, you know, it's like being responsible for what you show them and what you expose them to. And if they get exposed to something and they go off the deep end or whatever, it's your you know you have to, you have to show them that like you know. You can't use this kind of language all the time. You know you can't be violent like this. Right. this well, I, I think it movie. also
0: if you're a parent, it also depends on the 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 kid.
2: Yeah, and yeah. whether well, the at? kid absorbs what they see. You know? Yeah, like
0: like because like um, I have I have two kids. They're not very far apart in age, but like. Uh, my oldest son, I think I would I would uh, expose him to to different stuff. Earlier in my youngest son, I think he's a little bit more sensitive, so he might be exposed to it a little bit later. So it it, it depends on the kid, in my opinion. Yeah, because some parent. kids
2: at a younger age might be you know mature enough that they can understand what they see and not like you know not go off the deep end.
0: But that's why movie ratings are basically bullshit because it should all be up to the parenting.
2: Yeah, Because like if you see something that's like PG-13, it's like, okay, there's probably... I mean, there might be 9-year-olds that could watch that and be totally fine. And, there and, might be some 16-year-olds that could watch it and maybe wouldn't be fine.
0: Yeah, right. exactly. You know? it, like I was because about to say, it might, be bi- it might be vice versa. It's just, you know, you just like, hey, yeah, so-and-so can watch this movie. And it's like, no, 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 they can't. And then, you know, so on and so forth because you might have a kid that... You know, might be a little bit younger that could totally handle that movie. Like, you know, it took me forever to watch a movie like Cyborg with Jean Claude Van Damme. And that movie, that movie's fine. Right. It has one topless scene in it. Yeah. But it's rated R. Right. The rest of it is just kickboxing, basically. Yeah. And it's, it's Jean Claude Van Damme fighting somebody and there's one topless scene it really shouldn't be rated r it should be rated like you know pg-13 or something there's literally tits in it for like 20 seconds
2: yeah and it was, it was, and then talking about van damme van damme shows his ass cheeks in like almost every movie that he does yeah. he always has an ass shot because he's it, like i have a beautiful ass i need to show it like and watching, also, it's especially like, his early Van Damme stuff. Yeah, it shows his ass in like every movie.
0: And it's like, why is that rated R? It's ass cheeks. It's ass cheeks. It's not like it's like, oh no, this ruined my whole life. It's like, oh, it's like I just saw Van Damme's it's dick. It's just ruined my life. ass. You know, uh, he, never, ass he never really shows dick in any of his. No, movies. it's
2: just ass cheeks. Arnold so, did that. Arnold did that in like the Terminator movies. You see his ass cheeks when he when he comes, you know, back from the future. Right. Yeah, and you don't
0: really think of anything Arnold does really is like eh, it's Arnold Ash cheeks and it's like, well, you know, he's like a bodybuilder. Yeah. We've so basically like, seen this already. Yeah, we've seen it. Like when he's like times. flexing and stuff and it's like, well there's Arnold Ash cheeks right yeah. there.
2: When he's wearing budgie smugglers and you know, you can see his ass cheeks. Budgie smugglers. <laughs> 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 Shout out to Ozzy. Like,
0: yeah, it's not like something where it's just like yeah, like Arnold, Arnold's showing his ass, Jesus! Like, yo, know, we've seen him do that. He's flexing it every fucking thing he does.
2: Yeah, I mean, when he was a bodybuilder, you, you watched would see Conan his ass the cheeks.
0: Barbarian. You've seen his ass, cheeks. Yeah, because he's
2: wearing a loincloth. I mean, you know, like it,
0: it's literally nothing sexual at all when it comes to Arnold. No. But I did, I did talk about one of those things where I don't know if you've seen this video. Uh, Arnold was at a high school, and he was like in South Africa. In South oh, Africa.
2: Dude his
0: ass. He drop kicked him, didn't even didn't do like, shit. Like literally moved him. Literally moved him. He the and then ball. that bodyguard that he had fucking dropped that dude from the fucking ground and like punched him a couple times. Yes, I, oh, bat bat, bat. And I was like, Jesus, that was already too many because that bodyguard Arnold has is fucking gigantic. <laughs> yeah. He looks like the fucking mountain from Game of Thrones.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I was
0: like, <laughs> I guarantee you that first hit knocked the dude out. Because the dude looked fucking pretty limp. Kid, he was just like, bam, so bam, yeah. bam. And it was just like, yeah, that dude's fucking done. That's what you get for thinking Arnold's like weak at 70 years old. But the dude drop kicked him, answer. and Arnold's just kind of like this. He like barely budges, and he's just like turns around, and the bodyguard steps in front of him. But. <laughs> When he's I was, 70
2: his arms are still like when I was, was looking at
0: Arnold's eyes Arnold was just kind of like I have to step behind the bodyguard but literally I can beat this guy's ass right <laughs> yeah. like that's what I seen whenever I was watching the video I was like yeah Arnold was just kind of like I yeah, can fucking Arnold knock could throw him throw Yeah. Out. if
2: he needed like, to he because I, I
0: think that guy thought he was going to be popular It's was like what if I drop kick him and fucking lay Arnold out and it was like you don't know who fucking Arnold is do you right he man. he might be 70 years old, but he's a goddamn man. Right.
1: Just the shit that he would do, like, when he was bodybuilding, like how he would fuck with people's
3: heads and
1: shit. Yeah, like, like li- l- there's
0: low. literally a d- documentary about him and Lou Ferrigno. Yeah. Would fuck with that and guy so and Lou Ferrigno literally lost the competitions to Arnold because Arnold would fuck with his head so bad. Yeah, right. He'd fuck up in the gym and he couldn't work out as hard. My games. Because Arnold would literally... Basically bully Lou Frigno yeah. like, into not winning.
1: There's a story that he went to uh, Lou uh house and went to his uh, house with his family and they were all eating dinner. And uh, Arnold's listening it was like, hey, you know, guess what, everybody, I'm going to win the next Olympia. And uh, his family was like, oh, that's great. I'm, and, you know, it was like a couple weeks off and they were like, oh, that's great, that's great. I'm glad, you, you know, you, you're going to win it. And Lou Frigo's like,
0: what the fuck? He's like, so I'm you know, in this too and stuff. And, and Arnold's just good. like, yeah, I'm going to win it. Let's let's celebrate and stuff <laughs> like that. Lufrino's like, I'm in this competition. Yeah. My family is on Arnold's side. Yeah, what right. the fuck?
1: <laughs> Can you imagine that shit?
0: Yeah, he was so great at head games because he bullied the shit out of Lufrino, or anybody that he thought could beat him.
1: Like, uh, and not, uh, but
0: but like, it was just because Arnold was smarter than everyone. Oh,
1: he was smart as fuck. You think he's dumb? A bodybuilder, but literally he
0: would get inside people's head and they couldn't get in the gym and
2: get into good enough shape. Sure.
0: Right. Like Arnold about. would just, he's super focused. And that's also, why he's
2: so good at acting, because he can, yeah. he can sell it. He can make it. He can sell it, uh, like and an that's
0: tarmac. why Lou Ferrigno was just like, I fucking hated Arnold Schwarzenegger, because <laughs> he would always get inside my head, and if it wasn't my head, it would be my family's head. <laughs> right. You know, that's why he always fucking hated him. He was just like... Fuck that, Arnold! That section and
1: pumping iron, where he's like, they're all pumping cuz they so go for the uh, Mr. Olympia show, and uh, loosening. He's doing shoulders and something, trying to warm his shoulders up. And Arnold's like, you know, you're not gonna win. And blah blah blah. You know, just come second place, just right here in front of everybody. Yeah, he's and, just uh,
0: like, he was like, what you're doing? That's, that's not going to win it. Yeah, you're not going to it. And stuff, and Ferrigno would be... A, that's why Ferrigno didn't actually win anything until Arnold just started doing Arnold movies. and started, started doing, doing his movie career. Arnold.
1: Yeah. He just got
0: me headed like the train. I mean, it's like,
2: what the fuck? Yeah, Lou Fregno couldn't win he get, anything. He didn't get the role in the Hulk until uh, after he was... Yeah, until Arnold
0: was already doing Conan and the Barbarian. <laughs> and then he got the Hulk And TV then he show. got the Hulk thing. Literally, Arnold fucked with his head so bad. Like, he literally... Yeah. Lou Fregno literally talks about that shit to this day. Like, he never forgave Arnold for any of that because he couldn't work out right. His family rooted for fucking Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: pretty bad. <laughs> it's. Well, and, and that's the thing, too. It's like, at that point, it's like, do you hate the player or do you hate the game? You know? Like, he was just he was just gaming him, trying to see if he could get in his head and fuck with You just him. have to hate it's the like game without Go for long. it, man. Like, it you was just... for it. He got it in your head and he. Yeah. Arnold's so smart. Sure. Like, there was a uh, there was another one where uh, Arnold was
1: talking about because I watched Iron. He was talking about how this guy, this new bodybuilder, came in. He was working out. And he said he looked, he looked good and like that. He was asking Arnold for advice. He's like, what do I need to do when I go to the show over in like uh, New Zealand or something like that? The new bodybuilder show. You know, what when I get on stage, what do I do? He's like, well, the new thing now is when you get on stage, scream at the top. All the attention from the judges. And he said, he said uh, the guy took his advice literally. Like, that's okay, that's what I'm gonna do. Arnold told me to do that. He said it was so funny because he got on stage and
3: started yelling. He said, Get the fuck off the stage.
0: <laughs> Get him off stage. And, and then like, Arnold won Arno's because like, he's what like. like an ah. idiot. Arnold's like, You're a fucking dumbass. <laughs> you're stupid. <Why> you're <laughs> you do stupid. That? Why would you even this do that? Why would, you, why would you listen to me? I'm your competition. I'm you a you're competition. I win. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Can like, ah, the, the gun uh, cop. But total recall. Uh,
2: <laughs> do you recall when I beat your ass yeah? <laughs> um, but, <laughs> uh, but to wrap up Tropic Thunder, I think the thing about a movie like this is that like if, if you're gonna watch something like this and you know that maybe this isn't your type of humor, it's like, why do you go on IMDb and bitch about this movie? It, especially like the person who was like, eh, "I never really liked Ben Stiller, probably never will." Why I the thought. fuck did you go on IMDb? Is it because you're like, I want to steer people away from this terrible movie? I see that sometimes when I'm doing these, uh, when I'm doing these comments, people are like, "I don't. Uh, this movie was terrible. I don't like the actors in this. I'm only on here to steer people away and tell them not to watch this movie. Don't watch it. Don't rent it. Don't red box it. Whatever. You know." don't go out to the theaters and see it if it's still in the theaters at the time when they write when they do their write-up. Right. But it's like, okay, so are you trying to be like Mr. Superhero? Like, I'm gonna protect the world from shitty movies. <laughs> it's like, shitty movies are subjective. There's people yeah. that, like, seriously love The Room because they're like, it's so fucking weird, I love it. You know, like, fucking James Franco did a whole movie, like, basically talking about, you know, the disaster artist, talking about Tommy Wiseau and the fucking Room movie. It's a great movie. And, like... You know, he does a better job of playing Wiseo than even Tommy Wiseau does, and that's the actual fucking dude. But people love that fucking movie. I've seen, like, bits of it and stuff online, and I'm like, yeah, the acting is pretty cringeworthy because it's very stilted acting. But it's like nobody's expecting that movie to be like, you know, like the, you know, like Dano Day-Lewis caliber acting or something. Right. But it's like, you know, sometimes I think what it is is that people – when they look at something like this, they're like, I've got to tell the world that this movie sucks. And it's like, no, the world needs to tell you to fuck off, and people need to make their own opinions. Yep. If you're going on IMDb, and you're like, well, I'm going to figure out if this movie is good, and I'm going to read reviews for two hours, you could have watched the movie in that fucking time, and guess what you could have done? You could have made a decision on your own. Yep. If you're watching the movie, and after like 30, 40 minutes, you're like, eh, that's not really my deal. Turn it off and do something else. Yeah. Why go on the internet and try to tell other people how they should think? It's just stupid. You know, it's like we, we always talk about Rotten Tomatoes basically being fucking useless. Yeah. Because me and Steve have never looked at anything on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, I want to see if this movie's good. Let me go on Rotten Tomatoes. His brother-in-law, like, seriously, does that. He'll go on Rotten Tomatoes and look at the tomato meter and see if it's good enough for him to go watch it. Because we'll talk to him and it's like, "What are you gonna do later, man?" He was like, "Oh no, he's like, I was looking, I was on Rotten Tomatoes." And, you know, they gave this movie, like, an 85, so I'll probably go check it out because it looks like it's going to be fresh. And it's like, okay, you're basing your movie-watching experience off of a website that your is owned by years. a subsidiary you know, company, a fucking NBC Literally,
0: Universal? he told me War of the Planet of the Apes was, like, the movie of the summer, and that's the <laughs> worst of the trilogy. He would say shit
2: like that. It's the to movie me, of have the To me, have you
0: seen all of those, like, all the Planet of the Apes newer yeah. movies? The last one was, was the worst as- one. The the first two were amazing. The last one, yeah, not not, not, not not that great to me. And he literally is like, This is the movie of the year. You know why? Because Rotten Tomatoes said it was.
2: Right. But that's the thing, it's like have an opinion of your own. And I'm if this isn't room. if this isn't your kind of movie because it's too controversial, You know, you don't like the language in it. It's like, first of all, look at the poster. There's a little thing on there that says R rating, and it says drug use, pervasive language throughout, you know, like all this different stuff. If you look at that and you're like, well, I don't really like strong language. It's like, I almost feel like they should just take the poster and go like, if you don't like the F word and drugs, probably don't watch this movie. And also like in small print it just says eat a dick. So you have to like lean in and it's like, "Oh man, come yeah, on, they told yeah. me. Got me. They told me to eat a dick."
0: Get and then it. it's a then it's in 3D, so when you lean in, it looks like the dick's in your the mouth. dick's coming
2: towards your <laughs> face. <laughs> yep. Um, because it's two, not
0: it's cuz it's 2019. Everyone everyone should at least have some type of simulation where they have a dick in their mouth. <laughs> because that's that's the only right way. <coughs> but That's uh, progressive.
2: Right, uh, but uh, but that's Tropic Thunder. Hopefully, you guys, uh, uh, you know, well, I was gonna do my stand up here. Enjoyed it. Yeah, no, I'm getting to that. Okay. I was like, I'm wrapping up Tropic you're, Thunder. You're gonna you're gonna introduce me? Yeah, I'm. I mean, was gonna do. Oh, okay, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, I was like, right, wrapping up right, Tropic I'm going Thunder. To enjoy this. Have a you know, have an open mind. Watch it, enjoy it. It's fucking hilarious. It's created tons of T-shirts, tons of memes. You know, it's like if you're if you don't if you if you don't like this movie, then whatever, move on. But, because this is uh, Steve's uh, belated birthday show, Steve has uh, some stuff that he's written. He has some material that he's written. And he wants to share it with the world.
0: And, you know, you guys might think it sucks. But I want to know your opinion (laughs) about this. And I'm kind of waiting for AJ to get back before I start doing this. Um, Yeah, piss break. Yeah, it was was a little bit of piss break. But I I do want to know your guys' opinion. And you guys can always tell us... What you think about this at beyondthehateryahoo.com. Yes. But I am going to be, do uh, some, some of my stand-up that I, I wrote. So, here we go. You know a good way to talk with people is to assume they're all drunk. I'm for real. Someone can walk up to you. They're a little intimidating, and they stare you down, and they are like... I don't know like blessings my son (laughs) then you can be like father are you all right man back up you had a little too much when he looks at you confused you can be like look look at him he doesn't even know where he is right now and i guarantee you he just walks away you can you can use it for anything like a cop he pulls you over do you know how fast you are going? That that's him. That's 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 the cop that would ask how fast you're going. Hopefully um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was trying to get out of your way. You're driving crazy. Damn, I, I can smell the liquor from here.
2: <laughs>
0: Yet again confusion. From the from the cop. Right. Are you really a cop? You look totally wasted, man. He will start to get angry. Cops cop, cops have temper. You, kn- you ever heard of Rodney King <laughs> or John McClane? Yeah. I'm assuming they're both cops. I don't know. <laughs> One of
2: them is not a cop. Anyway,
0: he says, step out of the car. So you do. Do I need to drive you home or something? What you're doing really isn't safe. Then he shoots you. And then the conversation ends. See, it-, it works every time.
2: Right, <laughs> Or if you don't get shot, you get tasered,
0: you know? You guys ever notice how TV shows will give you an unnecessary twist? No one ever won it. Like Game of Thrones. Oh. (laughs) Why couldn't the two people we've been rooting for all this time just rule together? It really hurts the rewatch value when a guy that everyone forgets about for four whole seasons wins the crown. It's like when watching, statistically, the two best teams in football play against each other in the Super Bowl. I guess guess that would be the Patriots and the 49ers. At the end of the game, they give the trophy to the fucking Lions. (laughs) 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 It would be like the show finale of The Walking Dead is really Aliens. Fucking running a, a mind simulation on Rick Grimes, then he wakes up and kills himself.
2: Oh God, yeah. <laughs> it would feel like
0: someone shit in your mouth after eating rotten tuna, or as I call it, Molly Cyrus.
3: Cool.
0: <laughs> Have you guys ever seen one of those bars that looks like someone's house? Have you guys ever seen those?
2: Um. I think- yeah,
0: they have like a name on top of it with neon signs like and we're open sign and some beer logos so what I'm about to tell you is a hundred percent true there's a place right off the highway the name on the logo of the sign was like the legless or the lagoon or the lot La- gauze or something I I, I can't remember <laughs> anyway me and some friends walked into this place and And immediately felt out of place. Like, it was so awkward. Like, we were just like, we really shouldn't be here. Because the man was just sitting there watching TV and he screamed, Get the fuck out of my house! (laughs) 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 So I'm trying this new thing where I give uh, you the punchline first. So... The punchline of the joke that I'm about to tell you is Hobbity Hoy That's right, Hobbledy Hoy Now how did I get to the word Hobbledy Hoy? Well I'm about to tell you I was on holiday in Britain Or it could have been Florida Not sure
2: (laughs) Depends on the level of math
0: (laughs) I go into this fancy restaurant Or it could have been Red Lobster Not sure again uh, don't judge me. <laughs> I noticed there was a massive amount of elderly people there like I was at an elderly pride parade in town. I went and sat down and ordered a glass of 1959 Dom Perignon, or it could have just been a Miller Lite. I'm not sure. What
1: the fuck? <laughs>
0: Anyway, I, I couldn't take my eyes off this old man trying to flirt with this waitress who might have been at the most nineteen years old. He was looking good too. Like this old dude was just he he looked pimping. He had his long beautiful ear hair and that bald spot that girls just die for. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone could hear the sound of his dentures chattering together, so she was clearly interesting. So, he grabbed her ass, and she looks horrified. He comes over to me... Uh, she comes over to me and complains, so I... You know, I grab her ass, too. <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. Uh, I, I don't grab her ass. Anyway, he gets up, stumbling towards the bathroom, and I can tell he's drunk. He is so fucking drunk, or he might just be old. Uh... <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if he was just old, or, um... You know, if I was old, I'd I would probably be drunk too. I would, like, take shots of Jaeger, or just do keg stands, or you know anything like that. Any, anyway, I think I think you guys know where this joke is going, so I'll just skip to the end. I walk into the bathroom, and he is given to the waitress from behind. And as he comes, he screams "Hobbity Hoy, which means Clumsy's boy. Thanks you. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and uh, that thats
0: the end of the set
2: all right (laughs) well this is uh this has been uh steve's kind of uh late birthday party type of thing hope you guys had fun we had fun uh jagermeister is always fun it always brings a party and uh and uh i think that uh if anything you know these uh, whenever we get to the chance to do these like special request things it's it's for the person to kind of let loose and have fun you know even though this is like way after his birthday but you know we didn't get a chance to really do his birthday episode until now so you know I think that I hope everybody like listens to this and enjoys it because we definitely had fun doing this this movie's hilarious it's definitely fun to watch and you guys got some fucking stand-up comedy too. Before he hits big time, and he's on BET, and he's destroying the world, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> you heard it here first. You guys were you guys were early adopters to the cult of Steve. <laughs> I hope you
0: guys enjoyed it. Um, yes. And this has been Beyond the Hate. Um, Check it out on Thunder. Spotify, yeah.
2: iTunes. Google Podcasts, we're everywhere. Anchor. (laughs) (laughs) BootySweat.com.
0: Gotta have that booty
2: sweat. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Crack open a can of booty sweat and enjoy a busted nut bar. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Let me talk to you. Let me talk to you. Let me talk to you.